Welcome to Real Chronicles, brought to you by RealTalkInc.com. I'm your host, David, and I'm joined with today... Hey, it's Lewis. Yeah, and Gaius. And joining us... Jen. It's Jen! <laughs> oh, did you yell into the thing again? She didn't, she didn't put her hands up this time. I didn't yell, but David is making fun of me. That's not nice. I'll get you later. Hey, special episode alert. Today is the Mimosa, yeah, episode, Mimosa episode of Real Chronicles, which means that our lovely co-hosts are all drinking mimosas. Yeah, yes. everybody, everybody, except drink, me. Everybody's drinking, but Dave. Except for you, it's like a dry party where you're at. Oh. Yeah, he's just hey, drinking hey, hey, or, hey, orange hey. juice and dreams. All he's and, I, and I don't know, gee, I don't, I don't know how you're drinking after what happened with your bottle service last night. You want to tell us everyone about it real quick <laughs> no, before we get I, started? It's not, I'm fine. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm fine. Adult. $60 to hang out with my friends. <laughs> so like at this point at this point in your friendship you have to pay to hang out with people? Right, is that, is that what your friends? We're going to we're going to have a talk later. <laughs> <laughs> Listen man, you can't, you can't charge me to hang out with you, bro. No, it, he it's cuz he did it to one of my friends that like, he doesn't really know that well, but that's fine, but like you can't charge people to fucking hang out with you. No, nah, it's sorry. I didn't know that was popping on the streets now. I'm about to start charging days. Uh, yeah, seriously. Uh, <laughs> I paid a lot for this bottle. So, uh, like, that's, yeah, that's your That bottle. sounds no like someone told- we know, Lou. Right? Um, but I'm, no one but told- we'll, we'll, ne- we'll never charge you to hang out with us, G. Oh, that's good. Well, it depends, no, on, it depends how broke I am. Well, yeah. You know, <laughs> I would pay anything to hang out with. <laughs> there you go. $60 cover charge to hang out with my friends. Dumb. All right, so this is the first time I'm drinking mimosas. I don't know about. I know it's not, definitely not for guys. It's like a weekly no, thing since it was twelve. It's a oh no no. <laughs> not promote underage drinking. I, I did not. Uh, but it's a big thing here in Hermosa Beach. To I'm already getting texts about mimosas, and I have to do something for work allegedly. <laughs> I can't really just go. I can't really go straight to mimosas apparently. And before we get started, some exciting news that we haven't mentioned on the podcast is that Real Talk will be going to San Diego Comic-Con, and they'll yes. be represented by Gaius. The one and only. I, you must be really excited. He's going to have a press pass in one hand and a mimosa on the other. No, no, I'm probably not going can, to. I can see G walking into, <laughs> I can see G walking into SCCC with the mimosa in hand and the, and the press pass. He's like, take me to my booth. With shades on. No, I'm, like, I'm actually too afraid to like do any parking that weekend. <laughs> nah, don't. I'm I have sure. to be responsible. Well, unless it's like you know, like take a- it from like last year we covered at New York and it was three a.m. mornings, barely sleeping. It was oh, well, that's a problem for you. I really don't even know what I'm doing or like how to go about it. I mean, I'm like you're lost. gonna you're gonna do great, but that we're we'll, we're gonna have a tab. We're gonna have uh coverage for San Diego all weekend, so look out for that. But today's episode, we're going to cover sequels, our our top ten movie sequels, and we have an interesting talk as well. Absolutely, and apparently there aren't that many good sequels. Yeah, according apparently. To one then that's great not- sequels. And Ash is on my list because apparently we have a discussion. I thought sequels meant the number two no. in the franchise, according to Dave. It's just anything that comes after the first, first is a sequel. That is a sequel. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, my list only covers the number twos. That's why next Friday is on your Oh shit! Is actually not. <laughs> yes, that's that. That that means it's a good day. It's a good day if Friday's not on your list. Actually, I, actually, I take that back. It was. It actually was on my list. It was. Friday. Mention. There's like one real funny scene in next Friday. 
I've not what? seen next Friday. So there's one real funny scene where the guy returns to like the broken like CD. Oh, uh, to Pinky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, oh, that's the only scene that Pinky was funny throughout the whole movie. But 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 I know I do want to cover this. See, I was not going to see this movie, but my two co-hosts said, said that they were one. Reviewed I it, randomly. and one said he was going to see it, and lucked out and didn't see it, and I was forced to see this <laughs> My weekend. My friend backed out, so I was like, "Oh, cool. so we're going to have a little conversation <laughs> about." Can we say to me? It's probably my number two worst movie of the year. Uh, I reviewed it, and I said, "Wait, it what's number worse. one?" A uh, bye bye man. Oh, the uh, oh movie. I thought you meant in the franchise. No, no, no. I to me, the fourth one is still is still the worst. No, I say this you is the worst. This one one's the me? worst. Now, this movie has Tie Fighters. Apparently. This movie has Ultron. Baby. This movie has British Megan Fox. It's it's what what does this movie have that's original, Lou? And nothing. Of all the well, it does have baby Dinobots, which I think that's the first time we've ever seen any baby uh, yeah. Transformers. I can. How see, does that happen, Dave? I can see. I don't know. <laughs> I can see Jen and my watching this movie because I saw this one by myself, and she and she would love the Dinobots. Jen, Jen wouldn't baby. go with you. No, I went by myself. Are they babies? Yes. Yeah, I don't know who gave birth to them, where they came from, but they're little. They look like um, the baby from that dinosaur show. The I'm the baby. Yeah, the I'm the oh, baby dinosaur. Not the mama. Thing? Yeah, I'm the mama. I yeah. love. I love dinosaurs. They look like a robotic version of that child thing. But here's my thing. I don't remember the fourth one. I just remember it being a terrible. Wasn't that Dinobot a bad guy or something? They were. See, what I like about it is that they introduced the fourth one had actually story. Like this one was so generic. I mean, the way I, they introduced the Dinobots in the fourth one was, I remember that they were like getting destroyed, and Optimus found out about them, so they had, the a, he had to go like and he had to like tame them. And like a fifteen minute, like a five minute scene, he had to tame these ancient Dinobots, and he got them on their side, and that's how they got the Dinobots. And so, if, uh, if Sam Witwicky came back, would it made the movie better? No. But, I, was, I was actually waiting for that to happen. But do you do you miss Sam Witwicky? No, but we do find out that Sam Witwicky <laughs> no. is a descendant of Merlin and yeah, somehow. King Arthur somehow. Yeah, okay. It, that, that was I that, actually did like that scene a little bit because it the kinda, war scene. No, when they were explaining everything, that scene in Anthony that, Hopkins' house. That I didn't. Yeah, that, the, the reason I said it on my review that destroyed all continuity. Oh, it did completely. <laughs> all the movies in one and, scene. What did Anthony Hopkins do? He's to, like, like he's like the old the man that's been around for years, knowing about the Transformers. Oh and man! Is he bored? It was it like a paycheck movie. It was him? a paycheck, and he was really annoying too. He wasn't as Jeez. funny as as you'd expect, you know. Oh, he's to, supposed to be funny. Yeah, and he was irritating as. Yeah, he was. Hell. Quick update. How's how's uh, how uh, Marky Mark? He's Marky Mark. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> bartender Jen just served the mimosas up. And it's about to go down. Shout out to so Jeff. like um I do this whole like gravy actor thing on my G Reels page and Marky Mark I'm sorry for calling Mark Mark Wahlberg actually got some like really good grades and then some really harsh grades. Like there some someone gave him an F. For his performance? <laughs> no, no, just like, as an actor in general. Oh, I don't agree. I will give him I, give I, him I saw a, that post. I give earlier. him a C plus. Yeah, because... I will give him a C plus. A C plus? Yeah. And uh, or B minus on a good day. B minus. I, I... Wait, wait, what? A C plus? Yeah, I gave him a C plus. Why? Max Payne. He's done some bad movies. Ted Two. Yeah, every the good happening. actor does bad movies. But no, 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 but they've been like some of them have been bad. He's very consistent with bad Al movies. Al Pacino was in Jack and Jill. All yeah, day. but Al Pacino also has. Some of the greatest films of all time. Can you Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg gets like an A alone for the Departed. 
you oh, no, that's true, but he also did uh And he gets a solid B plus for fear because I love that movie. He did Planet of the Apes and the Happening. So those are both straight Fs that bring everything and down. And Max Payne. I, I well, he did fear. <laughs> I think <laughs> you, you like Marky fear? Mark. I can, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure you have. Well, I have love I fear. seen Fear? I've seen Fear. I haven't seen Fear. It's, good. A, it's a good movie. Fear it's pretty. fun. Who's the girl in that? Is that Reese, Reese Witherspoon? Yeah. Yeah. So that's oh no, no wonder you love it. Oh, I don't love Reese Witherspoon. Cool she's not. Cool she's not the same link as like Sarah Michelle. Cause don't even know. No, 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 no. These <laughs> are unique tastes. She is. She is in the movie with my girl though. I think that needs to be a goal that we set. Is that we need to get you to meet SMG. I'm that trying so hard. Happen. She. They filmed Buffy at a high school that was like all of ten minutes away from me. But never met her. That was before the, your your time, right? I mean, I was young. I was really young, so I, I wasn't paying attention to where stuff was shot. <laughs> That's true. Um, but I mean, in terms of this movie, Transformers, they have the balls to set up another sequel. And and I'm sitting there watching, and then we get to post credits, and I'm like, Yo, are they really setting up another one? Did you see what they set up as the villain? Yeah, okay. hilarious. Did you die when you heard that? You... Hilarious, did, did, guys. You saw it, right? No, he didn't. Uh, I backed out. Or, back out. Pretty, you, you don't he care doesn't give a shit. Uh, huge spoiler alert for the audience. So the villain like, of the next movie like will be. Minutes. Megan Fox? No. It's literally, <laughs> literally the villain of the next movie is Planet Earth. Oh, it's us? No, it's the whole planet. Oh, really? Yeah, apparently, it's a head of a ancient Transformer called Unicron. Unicron. And he just floated in space for a while, grabbed some debris, and became Earth. And somehow he's coming back to life now. Well, you know what? If we get another one, you can blame overseas people because they are the ones seeing Transformers. It's crazy. We're talking we're, when you mentioned overseas. I was looking up uh, a couple of box office numbers. Did you know that Pirates of the Caribbean has made six hundred and fifty-eight million dollars so far? This and most of that is from is overseas. There. Good for them. It's the number. I think number three or four highest-grossing film of the year because they love Johnny Depp. Everybody loves. I mean, Depp. I liked it. Oh, well, I, I didn't, I they didn't love hate. Tom Cruise. They love Tom Cruise too. I didn't hate. Well, but the Mummy's projected to lose ninety-five million, which wow. is insane. Yeah, even with overseas box office, yeah, that's insane. It had to do better here. Now, do do you guys think that the Dark Universe is fucked? No, they'll keep going with I'm it. Still, I still haven't gotten into it. I'm still trying to understand. I'm still trying to get over. Now, if the next movie is screwed up, and I think that's Bride of Frankenstein's the next one, I think that's going to be good. But they have a good, they have a decent director, so I don't, I don't know. Like, it, it should be fine. I think it'll be fine. I'm not. It, all, it, it also yet. depends on who they cast as the Bride of Frankenstein. Oh, they haven't casted that role yet. Drew Barrymore. No, it's, it was rumored for a long time to be Angelina Jolie, which actually would have been perfect because she, I think she would have been great for that. But I, I don't think she. I honestly don't think she would do it. No, I don't know what she'll. Good. I don't know what she'll do now. Actually, I her film standards are so like weird. Like I don't know what she would do now. She but I think it'd be a good choice. The last movie she made was with Pitt, right? But it was it got really bad reviews. Yeah. Uh, well. Uh, yeah. That. Yeah. That's probably why they broke up. So <laughs> because of reviews. <laughs> Listen, like, Brad, it's not gonna work out. They're like these reviews speak about our wedding. I mean, our, our oh, wedding. like they had like they had like it's funny the first movie they were in together they were like solid reviews like great chemistry blah blah blah. And then the last movie they were in together it was like this is the and, equivalent and garbage. The other movie, bad movie that uh, I saw this week was All Eyes on Me. You guys still haven't checked it out, right? Now, I know I can speak to you, Lou, about this, yeah, especially, NG, especially since you 
are as old school hip hop lover like I am. Mm-hmm. So the movie is not. It tried to be two things. It tried to be a social commentary and tried to be a movie about Pac. Which, I mean, if you're going to get a movie about Pac, you're going to get that. In the middle of both, you get a music video. <laughs> so, the scene where Pac dies, spoiler alert. Oh, he dies? Yeah. Okay. So you have cloud Damn. form over his body. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. You have clouds form over his body while some gospel music starts playing. Uh, okay. <laughs> Do they, play Mad- Do they play I Ain't Mad at You? They actually... <laughs> <laughs> keep they, your head up. <laughs> they, play, they play Keep Your Head Up during it. They play a lot of all, all of Pac's music. Wow. How long was the funeral scene? They didn't have a funeral scene. Oh, they just, he just died? In yeah. A cloud. Okay. You just see the clouds, and then Tupac died seven days later. Ah. Uh, and... Oh, that's the movie? Is that how it ends? I swear to God. With a, with a title card at the end? Yeah. Oh, that's the worst. So we don't even get like a funeral. It sounds, people it sounds like a lifetime biopic. That's what it was. It it wasn't. It it was better than that. I'm not even gonna sit here and say you know a lot of it's. It wasn't great. It deserved a lot so, better. Uh, should Jada Pinkett be mad about how she was portrayed? See, I don't know life? the relationship, so I can't really speak on. Oh, she's that. she's upset. But what is she upset over? She just says the stuff that they portrayed was not true. She's I don't. Ba- I don't I she's barely in it. How was that? Graham? Was she good as Jada Pinkett? I thought she was good. I mean, I don't know that she's like, you know. I don't know why I know her name name because she's on the Vampire Diaries. But she, um, oh, she was. Interesting. Yep. So, I mean, I thought she did good, but she really, Jada wasn't really in it too much. And then I feel like they probably took certain liberties towards the end on like a particular scene where they brought her in, which I don't think in real life she was actually there for that. But, you know, it didn't describe their relationship in a weird way. It just showed that they were like really good friends. They were close. Yeah, they were really close, you know, going up in Baltimore at the high school. And then, like, it kind of just shifts to when they're both, like, in L.A., you know, L.A., Hollywood. And all that. So if she says it's a lie, maybe they weren't close. Did like, you see what John Singleton said about the movie? Yeah, I actually, as, as soon as the film ended, I was tell, I looked right at John. I was like, John Singleton should have directed this. I think it would have been a really good movie if he directed it. Well, he it. said he claims that they stole the rights of the movie from his mom. Yeah, that, I heard that. At Penny Boom and whoever else is responsible for that movie uh yeah stole the rights from it from his mother and that's crazy because i think if i mean she passed away last year but i think if it would have and then a producer from the movie was like man only when like we make movies like this everyone has to criticize it i was like uh don't make it a black thing because like we criticize like so many movies everyone gets criticized like a few weeks ago tom cruise got skewered for the mummy it's not like a a race thing. And looking like, straight out of Compton, I don't think anyone's you criticizing You made a bad that. movie. Like, if you made a good movie, then, like, we would be like, oh, this is great. And, like, straight out of Compton. And then we get to continuity. Good My word. biggest issue with Straight Out of Compton was the con- was certain things that they left out. Uh-huh. Lou, Pac's last album. Uh-huh. What's it called? All Eyes on Me? No, no, his last album. What, what, Don, the Don Are talking about when he's, when he's alive? Yes. Okay. The Don Culminati. Toss It Up is on the album. Sorry. <laughs> Cause, you know, after, after he's dead, he's coming out with like seventy more albums. No, on. but like as uh, bef- okay. the last one, the death row was. What, the, wasn't the Don- that, but wasn't that after he died? The Don Illuminati came out like after he died. Wasn't that the, no, seven, it was year, the seven day theory? The same year, ninety. The okay. seven day theory, right? Yeah. But what was his name on that album? Remember he changed his name. Tupacalypse? No, Mach- Machiavelli. 
Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Tupac, Tupacalypse was hey, man, late. It's too early for this, man. It's so you're supposed to know this stuff, man. I am, but it's too early, man. So in the movie, here. they call it the mimosa. In the movie, instead of calling the album the Don Caluminati, they called it Machiavelli. Machiavelli. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, only we would know this because we're you know we're into hip hop or whatever. But I'm like, it's you, all got, that? you, you're, I'm like, dude, Benny, boom. You're like a music video director. You should know. First of all, shout out to a grown man named Benny Boom. <laughs> I hope he never directs anything again. Nah, there's a lot of soul planes that need to come out, so he'll direct those. A lot of soul planes that need to come out is hilarious. Uh, the guy that played Pac, he looks like Pac, but his performance was fine. He can't act. He no, can't he's act. fine. He just didn't really give out the emotion that someone you know that's good would do. In, in so Pac can he play? Any, do you think he'll get more work? No. He could, but I don't know. I think no. what I didn't really like in the movie was that he was like overusing the head tilt. Like he was just always like and that pout and those lips out and like and it's like no. That's a pock thing though. And then the the big thing and I, I was telling Jen I was like I call bullshit right away was right before he left cuz he was going to marry who was what was, what was it, her name? Jo- Kadada Jones. So they they were in a hotel and she's like she's like pock don't go. She calls him Pac? Yeah. Okay. So she closes the door and he's about to go out with his boys before she she is the daughter of Quincy Jones, by the way. And um so she goes to the door from one side and he goes to the door from the other side and they just touch the door with their hands. Mm. And I'm like, Yeah, that didn't really happen. It was a very soap opera move. And if it did happen, who knows it happened? It sounds like a great movie. It sounds like a great movie. I mean, it wasn't as terrible as I heard. It's... I'm still trying to figure out how they named an album. If you're telling me it ended at the scene where he died, how did they get to the album? I they, know they were making it. They had released before. The, the movie had released before he died? In the, in the movie had released before he died. Let me let me look this up. Wait, what what album? Uh, the the Don Cluminati. Yeah, the 783. I could have sworn that was out. Out he in died. the movie, he's It came out after he died, right? I th- that's what I would... Hey, you want to know a funny side story? Is that I met Suge Knight like uh, six years ago at Patrick Malloy's in Hermosa Beach. Mm-hmm. You met Suge Knight? Yeah, he came to Patrick Malloy's, and everyone was like, oh, we were all super nice to him because everyone was afraid to like be mean because we were like, oh, he might kill us. Oh, my God. Uh, he, might, he might actually. He might actually kill us, but he was like super nice. But my one friend was like, can we just break up how he killed Tupac? I was like, no, we can't. <laughs> Let's <laughs> we not do that. There, there's a documentary I highly recommend called Murder Rap. It's okay. about the the. It's on Amazon Prime. I highly recommend. It's probably the best informative documentary on both of their deaths. Okay. And it kind of. So, con- well, what do you think? Ha- like, what do you think happened with Tupac? Do you, I, I mean, a lot of people feel that it was a, a, you know, a lot of people feel Suge Knight had something to do with it. Here's my thing with Suge Knight. I think he was involved in terms of the LAPD's involvement because I think the LAPD was involved in both their deaths, Biggie okay. and Pac, but they became partners, Pac and Suge, and he was going to ru- run Death Row East. So Pac was. So I don't know if it was full involvement. That documentary actually states that Diddy was involved also in what? in uh Puff, in uh Pac's death. Oh, I can't I can't I can't see that. I oh, could guy, don't sleep on Diddy. I could. Like, I mean look look he was involved. Take that take that dance. I can't like I mean his father Do you not a, know his history? Do not sleep I mean on I Diddy. do, I do, I do, I do. I, I only see him as he is now. A mogul that works with like the rock. <laughs> that's his resume. <laughs> that's all he does now. That's I mean, you know, he's like one of the highest. He earned a lot of money last year, apparently. Or yeah. Well, yeah, he owns that TV the network. Nobody paid, watches. Like, he has a network. Uh, Revolt. Oh, I've never nobody, heard yeah, of nobody it. watches that. 
Well, they Remember buy that title. Pocket, it's like title, and now every, like title is like a big thing now. Well, title's a music stream. I'm talking about like a TV no. I'm just network. talking about like he created. Wait, like, anyone, like I don't know anyone that uses title by the way. Well, apparently title's a big I'm thing using around it this here. week. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm gonna sign up for uh, I, I shout out to Titles free month because I need to listen to Jay's new album. We need to listen to Jay's new album. A fifth year old coming out with a new because album. there's been you know like there's been times my friends are like oh my god we want Beyonce's new album I was like we gotta sign up for Titles they're oh, like we're not Beyonce. Are you, oh, you, you, oh, you just go oh, oh, Beyonce. You like Beyonce? You don't like Beyonce? Yeah, I fucking hate like Beyonce. Beyonce. I hate Beyonce. Beyonce, I think, is one of the oh, most you, most you, overrated you, artists. We're about, to, we're, like, we're about to lose all female listeners right now. Yeah, well, no, yeah. Jen, Jen loves you me. You know her. So. What? What? Uh, lemonade was so good. You got to be part of the Bayhive. The Bayhive yeah. is real, bro. Don't, no, don't what, upset what, the Bayhive. What's the Bayhive? Yeah, you don't want to know what the Bayhive. It's called the Beehive. You want to talk about the? You want to talk, talk about the most diehard fans? That's not. They, disres- will, they will cut you. That's not disrespectful. Like that? Did you see what they did to Rachel Ray? Nah. No, no. They thought. Yeah. They, yes, well, no, they thought yes, it was Rachel Ray. They should have got after Rachel Ray. Rachel Ray got the sting. Rachel Ray was like, "What did I do?" She's like, "I just, I just cook food." <laughs> they thought, well, they because they thought she was uh, what Becky was a good hair or whatever. You thought he was cheating on Beyonce with Rachel Ray? That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Man, there's so many good Beyonce songs though. You're, I'm you're fine. Tri- I just don't. I actually went a couple of years ago. J and B, and B did a concert here at MetLife Stadium in Jersey, uh-huh. and I went yeah. to it. And I legit Eight. during Beyonce's set, I was sitting down yes. every single song. You're right. what? 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 Jay gets in. I'm going. I'm going. All right, let's bring it. Let's bring how it down do here. Fucking, how do you hear "Crazy in Love" and do nothing? Our "Crazy in Love" well, is well, so Jay's on it. <laughs> Jay's on it, but that's ah, about okay. it. So how do you? Uh, she has other good songs. Right, I was going to name another song, and he's let, on that one let, too. I was like, it, let's, bring down, Wait, no. "Let's bring it down real quick." Jay, uh, G, what's your favorite Beyonce song? It's a great topic right uh, now. Hard, dude. Actually, I really like "Drunken Love." I like "Love on Top." "Love on Top," "Drunken Love" are good. My mine is "Me, Myself, and I." Mine is. Oh, that's old though, man. Like oh, what? Mine is none of the above. And right. crazy in love, baby boy, upgrade you, Bonnie and Clyde. Bonnie nope. and Clyde. Oh, on the run. On, that too, on the run is a great show. That new song that came out with Shining is great too. On, on the, the run. That's the one from uh, Magna Carta, Holy Girl. Yeah. I mean, hold Jay, up. Jay, Jay's more on that though. Yeah, but she still does her thing. I'm talking about that's solo. Not about the Bayhive. Come yeah, on, not shout this. out to the Bayhive or Beehive or whatever. And if you go back to Destiny's Child, ugh. oh, there is no group that is more played out in 2017 what? Man, than what? Destiny's what? Child. He's just hitting what? on all cylinders. Every today. time we, every time what? that what, what, how how you hit it on Destiny's Child? I don't like Destiny's Child either. That's how do you crazy. hear jumping, jumping, and feel nothing? I don't jump. You don't jump. Don't ah, jump you are the worst. You're so old. Jen is definitely <laughs> jumping. Nah, jump Jen, jump loves, Jen loves Destiny's Child. Say my name and bootylicious? What? <laughs> <laughs> the way you said that was so so much confidence. <laughs> bootylicious? Oh my god, that's every hysterical. Every end of the month, Jen comes into the room playing Bills, Bills, uh, Bills. And uh, Bugaboo? Bugaboo. Uh, guys, I think we should quit while we're ahead, bro. Yeah, we definitely should quit while we're ahead. I think we're done for the no, show. I think we're done for the day. Twenty three minutes in, we've hit our. I can still hear like I, I, I play their songs at the restaurant I work at, and I love it. I'd rather listen to In Together. Who? Oh my what? God, no! So, what do you think is of Beyonce as an actress? Did you ever see that? What is it, Carmen? That was on MTV. So right? here's the thing. So here's the thing. Carmen the I think she. I think she- I think she was good in two movies. I thought she was fine in Dreamgirls, even though she was basically playing herself. But it's not hard for her to be like the lead of a girl group. What's the but one? she actually, 
I thought she held her own. And the other one is Cadillac Records. I thought she was good in that too. A lot of people didn't see it, What's but I thought about? she was good in. I thought like Dreamgirl she and Cadillac Records were the same movie. She played. Uh, she played Edna James in Cadillac oh, okay. Records. Okay. Uh, and she was. Movie. But I think I think I think she wants the. Uh, it's funny because I thought I think Dreamgirls was supposed to be her vehicle. Like I, that was how it like started. That it was going to be her big time to shine. And it turned out to be no one saw Jennifer Hudson yeah. coming <laughs> at all. Yeah. What, what's your favorite Jay Z actor acting role? Uh, Paper Soldiers. <laughs> Wasn't he in State Property? I think he was, but he had more of a role in Paper Soldiers. In State Property, I think you just got a glimpse of him. Yes. And Paper Soldiers gave you a whole head nod. So that's more of an acting credit. <laughs> <laughs> I did like and backstage. Whole, that counts. Like, and for a whole like so bad it's like good. I like obsessed too. It's kind of fun. Obsessed is good. That was my third. That was the one I was gonna say. Obsessed is good. Ali Lauder and her and <sighs> Idris Elba. Idris Elba was in some hot garbage. I think he had like a deal with like Sony Screen Gems because he he was in Prom Night and I know he didn't yeah, want to be in that. Bad bro. And he <laughs> and he was also in This Christmas, which is not bad. But it's also a Sony Screen Gems movie. I think he had like an overall deal with them, and they're like, "Yo, you got to be in some movies for us." And here are the three. <laughs> now, <laughs> but uh, but all, all the movies she's been in have made money. Well, you know, sometimes it's not just about we making don't money. Fair, I, like, I, I even like the Fighting Temptations. A lot of people haven't seen that either, but I thought that was good. David's favorite Beyonce role though. She was in Austin Powers. Ah, she was actually funny. Was that gold member? Heather- gold member? Yeah, yeah, she was better than fucking Heather Graham. Yeah, I, didn't like, I like she Heather was. Graham. You liked Heather Graham? In The Hangover. She didn't do anything. She didn't do anything. I said in The Hangover. In The Hangover, but I did not think oh, 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 no, no. Heather Graham's best performance is in Boogie Nights, man. I still, you know, I know you're going to say, I, I'm going to, here comes. Oh, you haven't seen Boogie Nights? Here comes the what? No, what? I have not seen Boogie Nights. You're just, you're premature what? Are you serious? Yeah. I want to see it, though. Ah. I haven't seen it, though. Uh, our first premature what? Yeah, you know where the scene came from that I posted. Did you know where that was from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen, like, clips of it. I've just never seen the movie. the movie. Ah, at, I first know, I thought that, at first I thought that was that seventy show because that guy looked like Fez. <laughs> it's just kind of like Fez. Uh, no, you haven't seen the oh, Boogie Nights is so good. Speak, but speaking, we we're talking about hip hop before. Uh huh. Uh, we've lost Boogie. we lost a great in hip hop we this did, week. Unfortunately, rest in peace to oh. Prodigy. Prodigy. Rest in peace to Prodigy. <laughs> Mob Deep. What's your favorite Mob Deep song? My, my favorite Mob Deep. Yeah. It's gotta be. It's a tie between Survival of the Fittest and Shook Ones. Yeah, Shook Ones is mine. Jade, Shook Ones. I, I'm pretty white. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and there we go. There you go. His... No, he died. He died, and I was like, "Oh, that's, that's sad." And my friends looked at me like, "You don't even know who he yeah, is." You should have been. Oh, your your friend your friend was probably like, "I'm so sorry about your loss." Oh, sorry. It's, it's like a completely different. You know, shout out to Lori. Thank she, you for our, your condolences. That's who, if you see all lies of me, that's who you should see all lies of me with. There you go. We're making Lori famous. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like a completely different experience being here like, in New York when he died. Like I was yeah. literally in the city when he died, and like the aura of the city, like prodigy, completely. prodigy to hip hop heads are is especially in the nineties is he's legendary. He's legendary to New York. He's one of the they have one of the greatest hip hop albums of all time. The most sampled hip hop album of all time, also. It, it, they, I mean, they have a very commercial song in the in the early two thousands. I forgot what well, it was. What it sang with G Unit, and they had that what song with One Twelve. Yes, that's the one I'm talking hey, about. Love. That was everywhere. It was everywhere. So, I mean, my favorite uh, Mob Deep album is Infamous. It, yeah, I think that's everybody's. That's like their 
classic in the whole collection. But rest in peace, Prodigy. We'll yeah. miss you. Now to on a ha- ha- much happier note. Yep. Um, we have our top ten sequels. Yeah. For me, my top ten part twos. But before we get to our top ten, <laughs> what is your worst sequel of all time? Ooh. Do you have one? I have mine. Thanks for that. Thanks for springing that on upon us. Oh, just wanted to see what comes on the top <laughs> of the head. Worst sequel of all time. Mine is Grease Two. While you guys are thinking, Grease Two is probably B- the worst B- movie B- I've B- ever B- seen. Yeah, but that's yeah. B- two cruise control. B2. Yeah, Grease 2 is awful. not the worst sequel. You're <laughs> tripping. Grease what 2. about Speed 2? I know you like, I think you like Speed 2. Does you like Speed 2? No, Jen likes Speed 2. Why? It's definitely, no, no, no. It's bad, but it's like so bad that you can't stop watching. So, like, if it's ever on TV, I could just watch it and it's like in the background and like whatnot. But it's terrible. Movie, you can't name a movie Speed and have it take place on a cruise ship. Yeah, I guess no, it just doesn't work. Speed 2, Cruise Control. Cruise control. I I just love that Sandra Bullock just admits that she's like ah, I just did that for money. Then, you know, <laughs> I, I figured I figured pe- a lot of people would probably think Batman and Robin is the worst sequel of all time, but it, it has, is though. It's it up has there. such a cult following now, and it's so funny. You can't. I can't watch it's... Grease two and say <laughs> this is really. Funny. You know what? No. You know what? I think I think Grease two has its own little cult following too. I know a lot of people that like it. Yeah, Jen loves Grease two, and that knows the songs from it too. I'm like, I didn't know there were like songs from Grease two that even weren't. Everyone knew. What, so what's they, Jen's favorite song in Grease 2? I don't know. There's a few. So there's Reproduction. There's Cool Rider. Michelle Pfeiffer's like riding. Like she's coming out and she then she ends up on top of a ladder. It's an iconic scene. And, iconic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's no scenes in uh, Grease 2 that are iconic. A Girl for All Seasons. <laughs> and uh, did I say Reproduction? Oh, and Let's Bowl Tonight. Oh, yep. Have you seen, There's have, a song called Ultimate. Have you guys seen Grease? Too? Uh, you guys have seen Grease, right? I've seen Grease many times. So oh, I love. Grease. Have you guys? You have never seen Grease too, right? I've seen Grease too. You have? I've seen Grease too, but it's been a long time. Oh, since so I've seen it. I don't know if you guys realize this. One of the girls from Grease, that's one of, in in what Jen want. Jen has something to say. Jen can have the mic. Her name is Frenchie. Frenchie, played by Dee Dee Khan. Yeah, so she's in yeah, high she's school in part. No, she just dropped out for beauty school, and then she got her hair turned. So pink. she's in high school in part one, and part two takes place like out. four or five years later, no. and chick part is still two in takes high school. Place like two, three years later, so the chick goes back to get her to finish her degree. That's totally plausible. They didn't have GEDs then. Yeah, we were so, also supposed to really that Stalker Channing was in high school in Greece, so it's fine. Yeah, Stalker Channing was <laughs> way older. Stalker Channing was like old um, in seventy eight. So it is possible at the time, like you couldn't get your GED then, so she would have had to have gone back to the school to take a few classes, and all she had left was a chemistry class, where she meets Maxwell Caulfield, who's brand new to the school. He's the Sandy in this version, and then you know Mich- he he finds Michelle Pfeiffer attractive. She's the leader of the Pink Ladies, and there you go. It's terrible. It's fantastic. And then to Grease top, two. and then to top that, Michelle Pfeiffer's boyfriend in the movie falls off a cliff. Ten minutes later, ten minutes later, he shows up in his musical scene. All plat, all platinum. No, up. this musical scene is when they're doing the school pageant. Okay, for during Christmas time, I think, or whatever. And they're playing the song, A Girl for All Seasons, and everybody has a different season. And in Homie it. shows and Michelle up. Michelle is distraught because he just went off the cliff. So she doesn't know if he's alive or dead. She thinks he's dead. So she's daydreaming. So he comes out in this musical sequence during a daydream. It's totally plausible. 
Answer okay. me this question. What? Does he die in the end or is he alive? No, he's alive. Homie falls but off the cliff and he's alive. Okay, but whatever. I mean, you know, like he could have landed in a pit of tar, a pit of whatever. I don't know. We don't know. We we have to suspend our disbelief here, like in a lot of movies. There's a lot of but he comes of disbelief back. of Greece too. And then they have a magical ending scene. Oh my god, just at see a <laughs> Wait, what? Don't watch Grease 2. Just watch Hairspray. Hairspray's better. No, it's so... Di- yeah, They're yeah. not the same like, thing. What? They're not the same thing. They're not. Yeah. One's probably decent and the other one's hot garbage. No. One is good and one is hot garbage. No, they're saying. both great. And Oh, Hairspray. You do not compare Hairspray to Grease 2. Well, you were the one that started it. No, I'm just saying, if you want to watch a better musical... I'm trying to get Dave to watch Hairspray because I think he like it. If it's on Netflix, I'll check it out. This is a great oh, episode. Go, go buy it. <laughs> I think he would like the newer I, Hairspray I better. It, I brought it proudly when it came out. So, so far, before we get into our top ten, we've had a discussion about Beyonce and Grease 2. It's, it's, I mean, it's kind of better than our usual Titanic and Drew Barrymore discussions, but this is fun. It's so bad, though. You Grease 2 is god-awful. Shout-out to Jen's one of Jen's closest friends, Adrian, who also, she hates Grease 2, and she's on Team Hate Grease 2 with me. Adrian also loves the cell. Oh, I'm calling her out now. Gee, did you hear this? Adrian also loves the cell. The cell's terrible. The cell's not terrible. Oh my god, why do you like the cell? Why do you like the cell? The cell is so underrated. It's so good. It's so bad. It's so good. Oh my god. Watch it again. Watch it again. Dude, I saw that. I used to see that movie on on pay per view because it used to play like every two hours. It's good. Terrible. It's good. Watch it again. Lou's biting and eating a donut. He's like, nah, I'm just man. here drinking mimosas. Listen to this one. <laughs> it's so oh, I, another movie I bought proudly. Like, I'm buying the cell. You bought the, the cell? You movie. own it? I own it because it's good. Oh my God. It's so bad. It's so good. Visually, oh. it's amazing, by the way. No, we're not talking visuals here. We're talking. Yeah, we quality. are. Like, that's, that's the bulk of the movie. We're talking quality. Quality. That's the bulk of the movie. Hot garbage. I'm no, it's recording. not. It's so bad. Oh, we're here refill. But we got, you just, we got. You just, like, you don't like J Lo is your problem. I don't. No, I don't dislike her as much as the other woman. But like you, because I've heard you be lukewarm about Selena, which is like you, no one can be lukewarm about Selena. S- Selena's fine. Yeah, it's he lukewarm. Uh, Selena's fine. Selena's <laughs> 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 uh, great. Lou, so I mean, we're getting into. We're getting into. Oh, no, I now. just want to <laughs> know. I just want to know. I just want to know what your worst sequel is. My worst sequel. Yo, that's not. That's no, what's your favorite J Lo movie? My, my favorite, favorite J-Lo, J-Lo movie? Like mine? Are you yeah, asking or, everybody? Like what? Oh, I gotta think about that. I don't even, what? I don't even know which ones I've seen. I gotta think about this real quick. That's that hard right, garbage Jen, one Jen, she did with Viola Davis. What's Jen's favorite J-Lo movie? Wait, what did he say? What did you favorite say? J-Lo movie. What's your favorite J-Lo movie? Oh, there's a few. I like Made in Manhattan, Backup <laughs> Plan. Uh, Enough I, is actually no, really no, good. No, 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 name, what? name her new stuff because it's pretty bad. Well, enough. You gotta go. I, I will go with enough. Also. I like enough. Yeah, I will go with enough. Enough. Was... I mean, it's, it's J Lo movies. <laughs> We're going off J Lo movies. Um, uh, she, great movies. She was Selena's great. Out of sight. The wedding Steven planner. Soda. Out of sight is good. Out of sight's great. Oh, Selena. Oh, you said that. Obviously. So, I didn't, Anaconda. Selena didn't Anaconda. Anaconda. I mean, Don't want to say Anaconda. You like <laughs> Anaconda? Yeah, I do like Anaconda. Oh my Lanta! My Anna Candle don't. My Anna All right, Anna I'm looking don't. at her thing. I would say I like none of the these movies. Planner. I don't love any the of these movies. You love the Wedding Planner. You love it. 
I don't I don't hate the wedding planner. Don't you like Jersey Girl or what the fuck the movie is? No, that's actually my least. J Lo was in favorite. Jersey Girl. Yeah, Kevin Smith got J Lo. Well, she yeah, that was when she was dating Ben Affleck. Oh, okay, that explains it. I also like Monster in Law with Jane Fonda. Monster in Law was good. Monster in Law was good. I thought that was funny. That was funny. Man, he hates us right now. He's like, oh, I can't find any good J Lo. This is a J Lo movie, I guess, but Jack with Robin Williams. Oh, she was in Jack. Oh, there you go. I'll say Jack. I like Jack. There you go. We got one. You haven't. Dave, have you seen Out of Sight? Uh, glimpses. I, I, think, like you, a little I bit. think you would like Out of Sight. Is that the one with George uh, Clooney? The one with George Clooney, yeah. Oh, Soderbergh directed that. Was that his? Yeah, name? yeah. I think you would like that if you saw it. What was that hot garbage movie she was in with Viola Davis? Oh, did it even go to theaters? No, I, I, I went to theaters for like a week. Well, what year did it come out? Do you remember? Like, you know what? She's, been, she's been in two movies with Viola Davis. Viola Davis is in Out of Sight as well. Lila and Eve. Yeah, that one. That one was hot garbage. Man, Viola Davis has never been in hot garbage. You guys. That movie was hot garbage. Didn't you no, not? Oh, yeah, Viola Davis cannot be in hot garbage. Didn't you not like Suicide no, Squad? No, I refuse. I refuse to believe that. Nah, but she was good in Suicide yeah, Squad. Was, so I refuse. Really no, you to gotta you gotta watch that movie. That was garbage. Viola Davis is very careful about what she picks to do. Well, she, well, she slipped up. Yeah, she definitely <laughs> slipped up. But you know how you know how actresses do, or actors and actresses do after their Oscar when they usually have like a that was before. Yeah. No, I'm just talking about well, like her, now. her so, stuff okay. sounds decent. She's in a movie with Julia Roberts coming up soon, and like all her stuff sounds like it might be good. What's and the, season and season what, what are we in season three of How to Get Away with Murder? I still haven't seen. Ah, oh, I've heard yeah, I've heard good things about that show. I did hear good things about <laughs> that show. Jen and Speaking I can probably talk about things before we get into our top ten. Have you seen Glow yet? No, no, it's. I'm uh, not really into it. Oh, really? It's glow? so good. It's, I don't care about wrestling. Sorry, guys. Oh, okay. The Netflix wrestling girl. <laughs> I'm gonna pretend I didn't hear that. It's an it's an 80s show about women's wrestling. professional wrestling. Yeah, yeah. It's not just about that, man. Yeah, I just yeah. You know, I'll I'll just keep watching Gossip Girl. It's fine. It's I that, think you'd like it. I actually that, think it's, you'd it's like it. It's with that girl from Community, right? Yeah. Is I it like Gossip Girl? No, not everything is like Gossip Girl. Like Could you Bucky? imagine a wrestling show that's like Gossip Girl? No, <laughs> I mean there's, a, there's some heavy drama in the in the first episode. Uh-huh. I just don't. I'm not going to spoil it, but it, there's a lot of drama that goes on. In is the there first a Vince McMahon like character? Yes, yes, kind of, kind of. You're fine. Nothing like that. He's like an '80s coked up Vince McMahon. Oh, an '80s coked up Vince McMahon. Yeah, so he's like you'd have to see it, but that it's a good show. Exciting. I recommend it. Now getting into our top ten for the finally. Week. I know. I thought of Beyonce and J Lo talk. <laughs> Well, now, it's your fault for hating Beyonce. We wouldn't even talk about it that long if you were just like, she's good. No, because I don't lie. Because uh, <laughs> I don't lie. It's okay. It's okay to be wrong, by the way. I know. I know. I'm glad you guys admit it. Shout out to Beyonce and Jay-Z. I don't know. I mean, anything. <laughs> Congratulations on your twins. Yeah. And shout out to Kanye for his next upcoming baby. Okay. Kanye's not getting a shout out from me until he fixes baby. <laughs> Yeah, his last album was good. No, what? Uh, yes, it was. He hasn't okay. made good music in okay. so long. You are out of your mind. Go he hasn't made good music. He hasn't, made, he, hasn't, he hasn't made good music in a, in a while. You didn't like it. My last my, album was good. My Beautiful Dark Tooth Fantasy was his last good album. Absolutely. I like Jesus. No. Can't. No. Oh, no, there was nothing good on that. And we, uh, Blood we, on the Leaves. We've had, this, we've had this discussion already. Yeah, I know. You had a song named God featuring God. Just, I can't. This black skinny head on because that was the last one I was probably like. And his last album had good songs. The song with Kendrick? No, well, no. Yeah. no he, that was more like a freestyle, though. 
Oh, like, I mean, especially production wise, I feel like he's gone Blade, down. Blade Kanye in his awful personality for me not liking his music anymore. Oh, I don't really give a shit about. Yeah, it. I, I mean, he's not, an asshole of a human, but like it is what it I don't. Is. Fo- I as far as music listening, I don't follow. Personality. I actually think it's a gimmick, to be honest with you. I I, I can see that. But well, yeah, it's I, a horrible gimmick. Oh, it's a horrible gimmick, but people are still talking about him, so the gimmick's working. Yeah. So yeah, but he hasn't made a great album in a long time. See, I'll agree with that, but I don't think he's made a terrible album. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't. Think. I don't think his last two albums have been terrible at all. I'm actually one of like Jesus is different. It's a different concept, but I think it's it's, it's bad. Album. I don't it, think it's, it's so, bad. It's so it it's so different. Won, it actually won one. There's one Mac. Uh, I think Rolling Stones album of the year that year. Oh, and Rolling Stones are always right. Yeah, shout out to Two yeah. Chains. He just came out with a good album. Oh, really? Two Chains. Pretty, pretty girls like trap music. Wait, that's what his album's that's called. What his album's called. <laughs> yeah, called. Yeah. I actually saw an interview with him, and I was like so surprised by how like well spoken he is. Like he like he's just very smart, dude. Dave, Dave could attest to this. When Two Chains came out, I loved that guy. Now he's one of my favorite rappers. Why'd you um, loathe him? Because you know I was old, old hip hop head, and he came out talking all that gibberish. I like that song when he first came out, where, where he had the video with Kanye. Kanye that birthday a bike, cake. Yeah, and Kanye's riding a bicycle. Yeah. He comes out of the garage with smoke running a bicycle. Yeah. Good with, times. With, with Gold Grill. That was funny. It's good times. I will confess that I don't really know his music. <laughs> you should check out Two Chains. Just get drunk. I only know him when he pops up in movies because he's on a like Furious 6 song with uh, Wiz Khalifa. Yeah. No, get drunk and listen to Two Chains. You'll, you'll thank me. Drunk and listen to Two Chains? Yeah. Speaking no, we of, get, speaking no, of we number two. Kevin Harris and the Chainsmokers. There you go. Uh, I don't like the chain smokers. Well, you don't like the chain smokers? No. I, I like the chain smokers. I like the chain smokers. What? What? You guys not a music podcast. <laughs> I know. Today, today's half of this is on music nothing. podcast. What, what happened? Uh, how do you hear closer and feel nothing? I don't feel much. Uh, another one that came uh, out. DJ Khaled came out with an album. Fuck is, DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled is hot. Garbage. How do you? No, he's not. What are you garbage. talking about? I, what are you talking about, dude? I don't don't sit there and say DJ Khaled. Okay. You out of all people. Hold on, hold on. You out of I all people. Work. First of all, guys and DJ Khaled's friends comes out with a Justin Bieber song. What are you doing, guys? Help our defense no, here. It's a good song. It's fine, dude. I listen. I was at the uh, my cousin's wedding last week, and I was listening to um to that song that, he, that Rihanna has on his album. It's good. Carlos Santana. Dude, are you serious? Are you that serious? Song is good, bro. He took everyone a great song and turned it everyone, hot garbage. Everyone, I don't know, the original is better, but this one's not bad. Everyone's going to like it because of that beat, but no one gives a shit. That song is garbage. No, it's good. Nah, everybody kind of wanted to hear Bryson Taylor and Rihanna together, so. Well, good for them, but that song is hot garbage. No, it's not. I'm listening to it, and and nothing annoys me more than these hype beast fans. They're like, DJ Khaled's a fucking man. No, he's not. Go listen to real music. Go listen to real music. Well, DJ Khaled doesn't do, do music. He choreates music. But still, man. I mean, I will pick my top 40. The reason I brought it up, the reason I brought it up, because he hyped up this album, and the album was okay, but there's a song on it that has both our guilty pleasures on it. It's a Uh, Rick Ross. Rick Ross. And uh, I listened to it. I was like, oh, look at that. There is um, one, I think one or two DJ Khaled songs that I. Hip hop with Nas and Scarface? No, the one with. It was Kendrick that you put me onto that a couple years ago. That was the last album. The one with. No, this is years ago. It was Kendrick. You know, like, all I knew was. and Big Crit. Oh, that was, yeah, that was, uh, that two, was years ago. ago yeah. They Ready. That's a dope song. And no, it, but he, last year he came out with, no, two, I think it was the same album. It was hip-hop with Nas and Scarface. Check out that song. I just can't. And, and I don't, like, 
Him as a person is just him as a person is amazing. Oh, DJ Khaled, yeah. Fuck. How is he not Are amazing? You serious? He's like the dad of the century, bro. He's got such bi- such a big head. That dude, I remember him on first take a couple of years ago. This is three years ago, and he's talking all this fucking shit because that dude is the biggest hypey sports fan I have ever I seen I don't in my fucking life. And he's fucking sitting there and talking about LeBron this and that when the, he played the Spurs his last year in Miami, and he's talking about the Heat gonna sweep, the Heat gonna win in five. What happened after that? They lost in five, and they invited him to the show. He was nowhere to be seen. That fat fuck. There you go. That guy. That guy is fucking a waste of space. Ow, wow. Well, I mean, whatever. He he has a song with Justin Bieber I love, so it's fine. Oh, fuck it, Justin Bieber. Wait, what happened? Oh. You mean fucking Justin Bieber? No, 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 no. See, see, Justin Bieber is not fine. See, with that, I'm gonna be with G on this. I actually like Justin Bieber for some songs, not all. You know of what song, uh, that whole like what is it? Despacito song? That like it's really oh big over God. here. No, no, no. It's I really big over here, but I don't, I don't like that song at all. I was so disappointed when I found out that was him. I'll, I'll pretend like we know how to speak Spanish when we sing it. I mean, uh, I mean, we can know. You, how to can, you snap, can you Snapchat that? No, all right, I'll, I'll do it tonight. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> all right. No, comes on. No, and then all the girls just like dance to his great. Oh, uh, I, I bet it is, guys. Now let's go back to what we were originally talking about. No, oh, we're talking about Justin Bieber now. Oh, <laughs> no, we. That hard, <laughs> hot garbage, Justin Bieber. No, Justin Bieber is not hot garbage. Oh, wait, no. Love is not hot garbage. You, love you don't yourself. like love yourself? Love yourself is a good song. He has some decent music. And Beauty and the Beat with Nicki Minaj. Oh, oh God, Beauty and the Beat. I, I mean, he's so he's bad. awful as a person. He was actually in Clifton a couple. That's like twenty minutes from here. Like he went for most of the beach. He came here for like a lift. Like oh, yeah, uh, I remember you sent me pictures. Of you it. guys have lift there? Yes, yeah. we do. Okay, so yeah, he was doing a lift promotion where he was like surprising like riders in the car, uh, and he did it in Hermosa, and then he came to American Junkie. It was uh, he was an interesting kid. Yeah. I don't know how you can live your life with like surrounded by like just four bodyguards. It's like you can't do anything. Like he, anyone that tried to talk to him, you have to go through like four people to get to him. I love how um, he's like Floyd May- Mayweather is hype man. <laughs> so is Ray J and his booty goons, booty bandits. <laughs> We're bringing that back. We're bringing shout- everything back this episode. Shout out to the booty bandits. Shout out to the booty bandits and the pussy. The booty posse. bandits and, and the, the pussy, pussy posse. posse. Yes, I forget the pussy posse. There's a new member of the Pussy Posse, Orlando Bloom. I'm here. Wait, who's the new member of the Pussy Posse? Orlando Bloom is like oh, hanging yes, out with. Yes, yes, I saw pictures of them together. He fits the profile. Yeah, he definitely they're, fits they're, the profile. They're trying to kick Toby McGuire out. Is what's going on? <laughs> Poor nah, Toby. <laughs> to- uh, Toby. Toby, you haven't made a good movie in a hot minute. Speaking so. of Toby, I'm I'm rewatching the Spider-Man franchise to get to the to get to the new one. The first two are solid. Yeah, they're really good. The second one, Andrew, Gar- the Andrew se- Garfield is a better Spider-Man. But Spider-Man Two is probably the best out of all. The no, movies. it is. But Andrew Garfield is better. Spider-Man. I disagree, but he's much better Spider-Man. I want the, the new guy. Oh, Tom Holland is yeah. probably is the best. Tom Holland, fine. Yeah, he's good. I, we only see him in like what Captain. What, what else has he done other than Spider-Man? He was in uh, the Lost City of Z. I didn't see that. It's fine. It's good. That's it's not little... no. You say it's fine. It's like me saying it's hot garbage. I mean, it's I, I was entertained. It's a little slow paced, but it was it was fine. There you go. Now, after Beyonce, after J-Lo, DJ after Khaled, Prodigy, DJ Khaled, Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber, we have come to our topic for the day. Which has nothing to do with any of those things. Which has nothing to do with any of these things. <laughs> no, wait, wait. It's J-Lo been in the sequel that I like? Hold on. No, she hasn't been in the sequel. Yeah, I, I would have figured it out. It. <laughs> um, it's sequels. Um, 
this one was a little hard in terms of the bottom half because I just didn't know what to throw, what to leave out. So for this one, I have a good amount of honorable mentions. 20. Uh, no, I actually have like five or six. There you go. Do you guys have honorable mentions too? I have three. I have a couple, yeah. All right. So some of my honorable mentions are Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Ah, so good. Yeah, that's I know. Ah. It was that's an ah for me. Yeah, no, I wanted ah, to put it in. I it's, really, it's so good. I it's really so wanted good. to put it in, but I was, was but I also didn't put it in. It's on the lower half of mine, but it's so good. I also wanted, I didn't want to put it in because of all the reactions that the new one's getting. So, I mean, they're called okay, early, like rea- early, like- early reactions are saying it's as good as Return of the King. And it makes it one of the greatest trilogies of all time. I just want to wait to see that before to see which one I would put in my top ten eventually, or maybe not. Um, also, um, Return of uh, Two Towers for Lord of the Rings. Okay. Civil War, Winter Soldier, Deathly Hallows Part Two, uh, Superman Two, the Richard Donner one, and Rocky Two, and Back to the Future Two. And those are some of my. You've never seen Superman Two, the like Richard Superman Donner. Too. I don't like any of those. Superman the Christopher Reeve ones. <laughs> any of them. I got nothing to say to you yeah. right now. I mean, I think, uh, I think we discussed those, it a little bit. Superman sequels are pretty whack. You don't like the Richard Donner one, the second one? I mean, it's all right. Oh, you hot garbage. That goddamn me, both of you right now. It's all right. It's not great. I mean, you seem like a kid. My favorite Superman movie is The Man of Steel. And that's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, you just said a Zack Snyder movie is. My favorite Superman movie. Oh, my Lanta. I mean, it, it, the other ones are compared to that. It's not a good movie, but compared to that, the other ones. So for one, the problem the problem with the Superman sequels is that they're so dated. They don't like they don't hold up well. That's why uh, I was watching. I went to a drive drive in last week and I was watching. They showed Batman eighty nine and Returns. Hey, why was Batman Returns not Oliver mentioned? Because it's great. It's good. I don't know. I don't consider it a top ten sequel. There's a lot of problems with that movie. No, it could have been. It could have been an Oliver mentioned. Then. Sure, Batman Returns, but there's a lot of issues with that movie. Like yeah, it, plenty of issues. Um, but what works with those movies is that there's timeless, it's timeless deco, so you really don't know what mm-hmm. year it is. By the way, Drew Barrymore has been in the good sequel. She was in Batman Forever, which I like a lot. There you go. There you go. Spoilers ahead. Well, no, it's not in my top ten. Like, it's, she, she's she... like the worst part of that movie. No, it's not! Yeah, no, she not. no comment. The way you guys hate on her is like ridiculous. How do you hate on a girl that was in Home Fries? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> How could I? God, we should go in the corner for that, Lou. Yep. All right, those are my honorables. What do you got, Lou? I have uh, Finding Dory. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Did that make your list? No, nowhere near okay. it. It's just fine. Uh, it was all right, though. 28 Weeks Later. Ah, That's a good so one. Good. That's a good I know, one. it is. Uh, and Next Friday. I think you just threw that in right now. I actually had it there. I forgot I had it there. All right, G, what's your honorable mentions? Well, I have Blade 2. And, whoa, whoa, you don't like Blade 2? I like, I just, the best thing about Blade 2 was that most Def song at the end. I, I against, I. Yeah. And I had uh, Desperado, which is sequel to El Mariachi. You know, I still haven't seen that, but I heard great things about it. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then I had uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. I thought you were going to say the Crystal Skull. No, and the Temple of Doom. <laughs> <laughs> Making it clear that it's the Temple of Doom. You know, I like uh, Last Crusade over Temple of Doom. They're all great to me, but I mean... Temple I of Doom's prefer- like real dark, though. A lot of yeah. people don't like it. But like, I like it. Alrighty, then. Right, and right, and right, now right. we hit our... And we hit our number our 10. Uh, I'll 
take number 10 this this round. Okay. Number 10 for me is Spider-Man 2, the Tobey Maguire. Uh, no, no, you mean the Amazing Spider-Man. No, no. So, to, you, you know exactly what with I mean. A, with Electro. <laughs> Jamie Foxx's Electro. I do like that, by the way. Electro. Who didn't get fired for that one? You know what, though? I like that movie. You guys suck. No, it wasn't a bad movie. I just I don't I didn't it see Jamie Foxx's Electro. I actually thought, I, at least the, the Gwen Stacy stuff, like the, towards the end, was yeah, like... that was great. Don't, God, don't remind God, me. God, God, emotional. Don't remind me about Emma Stone. Dying. Don't say those terrible words. She, got she died. She got destroyed. He broke her back. He, it's his fault. It it's was his always, fault, actually, yeah. It's always been Spider-Man's fault. And that whole story arc, it's like he webbed her and broke her back. Yeah. It wasn't the Green Goblin. It was Spider-Man. <sighs> Shout out to Spider-Man. But no, I, I like... I love Spider-Man, too. I think it's one of the best superhero movies of all time as well. Also because... You had the first one, we had the origin story mm-hmm. of where, you know, I think it was a how he became. But this one deals with more of him dealing with being Spider Man. Yes. And also, I loved uh, Doc Ock. I thought it was a great villain. He and was a good re- villain. And he was, his relationship with him before he was Doc, with Peter's relationship with him before he became Doc Ock was, was great. And then we get a little Gwen Stacy in this movie, too. It was uh, part three. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, oh, Bryce Dallas Howard played her in part three. Yes. Your favorite person ever. No, well, but I almost don't. I like her with Drew. <laughs> but um, yeah, I thought that they, unlike the other superhero movies before, then if I can't really rem- if if I forget, then I'm sorry. There really wasn't this d- d- decision making that he had to do throughout. Like mm-hmm. he had to deal with his relationship with Mary Jane, and then dealing with taking down Doc Ock even though his personal relationship with him. So I thought that it was very well done. I thought it was the best out of the three. Actually, best out of all of them so far, despite what our our lovely friend G has to say about that. I didn't say... I love Spider-Man, too. I'm just saying that they made Spider-Man is not bad. It's fine. But yeah, my number 10 is Spider-Man 2. Lou, what's your number 10? Number 10 is The Two Towers, Lord of the Rings. Uh... Yeah, I mean, all three movies are pretty solid. Uh, this one just had my favorite battle uh, when they were storming the castle. And, uh, I mean, you can't go wrong with Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings. Any movie you pick, I just... They're like all, I said, I went with number twos. <laughs> they're all they're all great. Yeah. But is Return of the King better? Now that you, you know... I, I've always been leaning more towards the Two Towers. Okay. I mean, there's no. I don't think there's yeah. anything. To me, it's Return of the King. Pretty like, close. There's nothing yeah. wrong with with that. Um, <laughs> I was because um, Jen hasn't seen Lord of the Rings. Any of you them. should do what I did, just watch them all back to back. That's in one twelve night. hours. I know it was terrible. That's a lot. That's, that's a, a lot, lot of, of time. It's terrible. It's um, so so long. And for someone that hasn't seen it, when I tell her there's talking trees, that's not the best description to tell it's someone that hasn't seen it. <laughs> I you know what? And Peter watched a movie with a talking computer, so it's fine. Ah, oh, there go. you go again. Another, another throwback. <laughs> I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna even. Gonna these t-shirts. That. These t-shirts we're gonna make are gonna be legendary. I'm not gonna touch. That should be a t-shirt. You like that movie with that talking computer? No, just a talking computer with guys' electronic face on it. Yeah. His his eight uh, bit face on it says talking computer. Here you go. God damn it. Shout out to Stanley Kubrick. Anyways, what's your number 10, G? Uh, I went with X2. Wow. I think, yeah, because I think it's really underrated. I didn't think that was going to make a list. 
very underrated and it's a solid sequel. It's actually my favorite X Men movie out of all of them. I actually like X Men Days of Future Past. That's probably like technically the better one out of all of them, but I think X Two doesn't get as much credit as it should get in the whole like comic book superhero genre. Yeah, and it could, and it's also significantly better than X One. I think that's like I think the reason I like it so much is that I like the first X Men movie, but you know it has issues. It's not like perfect. Yeah. And I think that Brian Singer kind of came back with X2. It was like, I'm going to, you know, he improved on everything that he could improve on in that, in X2. I agree. It's my, it's, it's better. It's my second. It's probably my third favorite, actually. Cause I do. Oh, love, really? No, I do love Days of Future Past is my favorite. And then I really, really love First Class. I thought it was fantastic. First Class was great. Like, that's, I, that's not a sequel, though. No, I'm talking about just in general. Like, oh, okay. Oh, you gotta like segment out all the X Men movies, like because I this right now is the X the future uh, days. Of, I mean, uh, first class. Past. But with yeah. Days of Future Past, they uh kind of rebooted everything. Finished. They fixed what X Men Three did. Kind now of. I love that they. I love that they were like, "Hey, you guys all hated the last stand. So we're just gonna fix, fix all that." Yeah, seriously, that's <laughs> erase all things. And I still love the. I still like the last, like the whole thing with Jean Grey towards the end. Like that. That scene still gets me in X Two. X Two. I actually. Yeah. They, I don't like what they did in X three in in Last Stand though with that. They used no, their, no, I don't they either. I don't. Phoenix story no, they, they fucked. They fucked up so bad. They could that could have been such a good movie, and like they put so much into X three. Like you had the whole Dark Phoenix thing, and then you had the whole thing with the Cure. Like those are two separate plots that could have been their own movie. You you mentioned uh, Jean Grey. How do you like this new Jean Grey? Sophie Turner, she's yes, good. Yes, I no, I know, I know she's on Game of Thrones. So I, I, I that's a show I don't. Is watch, that the show you don't watch? It's a show I don't watch. You, okay. uh, but she, I thought she was good in X Men Apocalypse, and I'm very confident that she will be good in X Men Dark Phoenix, which they are making. Yes, so. I cannot. Wait also surprised, also surprised that like, because I remember they were talking about like Michael Fassbender, James McAvoy, and Jennifer Lawrence Apocalypse be was going to be it for them, and they're all like, they back. Or, I don't know what they. I mean, they probably threw a bunch of money at them, but they are apparently going to be in the next one. And the next one's supposed to take place in the nineties, too. Yeah, yeah. Because so like my thing was like Jennifer Lawrence. I mean, I don't mind. I, I don't. I don't like her as a person, but as an actress, she's fine. And fine. I felt fine. She, I felt, she's no, fine. No, she's fine. She's fine. <laughs> I feel like she slept walk through X Men Apocalypse. Like she, she was like, did. fuck, I got she this. Uh, she there was that was a con like like I'm doing this because I signed the contract and I have to be in it. Can we finally get some Jubilee action going on? She's movie? in... Uh, no, but we, they've been trying about, like, been about, like, to... Jubilee, Jubilee has been, like, hovering around the franchise. They just cut her scenes. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, cut her scenes like, all the time. Kitty Pryde gets more... Way more screen time than her. She wasn't even, like... She was good, though. That much. Kitty Pryde is, like, the worst out of all of them, too. It was, like, awful. We need more Jubilee. Yeah, we need more Jubilee, man. Yeah, uh, no, no, no offense to Ellen Page. She was fine in Last Dance. Uh, no, can we get a Gambit already? Like, what's going on here? Oh, no, that's not gonna happen. No, but why? Why can't they make him an X Men? No, it's it's. I mean, I know they lost. Who's playing Gambit now? Anyway, I think he left. Really? Yeah. I think he fits the role. But I was just saying, why? What's with this obsession with making him, giving him his own solo movie? Why can't he just make him an X Men? He's a fan favorite. I, I think he's a fan favorite, not because of the comic books. I think he's a fan favorite because of the that cartoon. Anime, the yeah, cartoon, absolutely. Like a big, he was a big. I yeah, I understand why. He's like basically second to Wolverine. Cyclops. Oh, Cyclops is boring. I feel bad for James Marsden because James Marsden is not a bad Cyclops. He's like 
perfectly stoic and like he's like he he fits that part really well i don't know why out of like i think it's funny that everyone in x2 got like a bigger role they got they got bumped up even Halle Berry has more to do and he had less to do in the second one like he gets knocked out like what midway through like 30 minutes in yeah he and, he, kill him. and he doesn't pop up again until the climax does that's so- no they don't even bring him back he doesn't come back they do know next and last in no 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 he's in last stand. no no next two oh, i'm just saying okay, okay. he gets like he gets like uh kelly Hugh, well, what's her name the death strike beats him up and that one scene, and then he's gone for like the whole movie until the end. So, what are they gonna do with this revamp universe? Or what are they gonna do with the Wolverine character? It's done for now. Well, I mean, I are... think I'm excited for New Mutants though, because I used to read those comic books, and I think there's potential to make a really good movie. There could Especially be. since Rosario Dawson is gonna be in it. I'm just worried that it's... I'm excited about the Dark Phoenix story, but Wolverine has a pretty big part in the Dark Phoenix. Uh, saga, and they're not gonna have him in the movie, from what I see. Doesn't seem. No, like well, they I think one. I think actually in the Dark Phoenix saga, like in the comic, like in the like the big story arc, if they make Cyclops a better character, like it's more significant for him than it is for Logan. Yeah. So, but they have to, but they have to really like flesh out Cyclops. Uh, it's hard to do. And uh, and the the new guy, the guy that played him in Apocalypse was he was uh, he was fine too. I thought he was good. And if they give him more to do, and like, and like, if they actually build that relationship between those two, it'll be good. Dark, the Dark Phoenix saga is like my one of my favorite. Like when I used to collect comic books, is like my favorite comic book story. Yeah, it's up there. For me. It's so it's so good. So don't like, ex- but you have so to, don't expect, but even going back to like the Phoenix saga when she's like a good guy, and then like then she comes back wrong. Like that whole story arc is so good. But and I've been waiting for them to make a movie that like would be that would represent that well and i hope they have a good cast i just hope they do it justice i was really pissed off with the last stand just kind of like threw it in just to throw it in well that's what i was gonna say don't expect it to be exactly like the, the books you, you know they never no no that. no i know i won't because like well the dark Phoenix saga takes place in space too and i don't know if they're gonna do that like parts of it takes place in space and i don't know if they're gonna do all that but like it's I don't know. I'm confident with the cast they have. I don't know about the director. I know he's written like most of the X Men stuff, the movies, or co-written them. I don't know how he is as a director though. But uh, I'm hoping it's good. Well, we shall, I hope so. we shall see what happens with that. So moving on to number nine, my number nine and my number eight, I'm gonna push put together because they are from the same franchise. Um, my number nine is Toy Story three. And my number eight is Toy Story two. Toy Story two is garbage. Excuse what? me? What? Uh, we've gone through this what? before. It's not garbage, but it's not. Dude, it's you, like Toy Rally. Story 2 is better than Toy Story 1. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Oh, uh, no, man. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, no, no, it's not. No, it's not. no, no. Yes, it is. No, no, honestly, like, I like all three of them, but, They're like, when I, great. About, when I think about Toy Story, though, I never think about the sequel. I always think about the first one. I always go back to the well, first one. that's more nostalgia. Two I mean, I prefer. I prefer. I mean, one, and two, one and three are tied for me. Two is the bottom one. But two is not garbage. Yeah, two is not garbage whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, you had. There's only I, been like one garbage Pixar movie, and that was like, oh, actually two. Cars. Cars. Cars, cars two. <laughs> no, Cars one is fine. Cars two is trash. I actually like two better than one. Oh, I thought Cars two was. Yeah, no, that whole franchise. Is... Dude, movie Cars two wasn't even about Lightning McQueen. It's about that uh, this I like, guy. I like Mater. That's Mater. Is... I like Mater. <laughs> and most of the Pixar's movies are overrated. They're good, but they're overrated. Stop. Blast. They are. Not all of them are overrated. Most, they're, most of them are overrated. 
But anyways, um, like Ratatouille. I do like Ratatouille. I'm okay, uh, I'm okay with that. I'm not, um, it's, it's at the bottom of my list, but it's, it's not bad. So for toys for Toy Story two, I think it came out during a time before Pixar was the machine that it was. So you had Toy Story and then you had a Bug's Life, which is fine. I like Bug's Life, but Toy Story two came out during a time before Pixar became that powerhouse that it is. So Did the it come fact out before the Incredibles, yes, way before, like six years before, no, uh, five years before. I don't, I don't know the timeline. Sorry. Um, and the fact that it was able to not only be successful critically but make a whole bunch of money shows the powerhouse that it eventually would become. And and the, I actually like the story of finding out about. What he's passed, and you dive into these characters instead of just their relationship being based solely on Andy's uh, acceptance. Mm-hmm. You actually dive into a backstory of Woody. You know, does he really want to be with Andy for the rest of his life? You know, it, all that was so well done. Now, Toy Story three is more of the closing chapter, and I think it was so well done, and it it played with everyone's emotions in terms of anyone that started from Toy oh, Story 1 and worked yep. your way down to Toy Story well, 3. Well, that whole thing, that whole story thing about letting go of childhood things in Toy Story 3 actually hits home. I didn't realize how like I didn't know it was going to hit home that hard. But like the whole thing of like, oh, you're growing up and you have to like let go of like all these things that you liked as a kid. Like it, that. Yeah. It, I mean, when that movie came out, Toy Story 1 came out. I was 8 years old. And then we fast forward 15 years later, and we're, you know... I think it hits home for most of our generation. Yeah. it. it I mean, I teared up more when Andy was giving away those... When ah, giving them away, so more than when they were about to die. Because that was sad, but you knew they weren't going to die. You know, you don't know. Pixar doesn't pull... Pixar rarely pulls that string. and But when at the end, when he gives them away, I'm like... One, the first thing I thought of was, I'm like, alright, you can keep Buzz and Woody. You don't really got to give them away just keep them in a box or something like because i'm like i'm 31 and i still have figures that i have in a box from my childhood that i would never give away jen could you imagine a scene where dave has to give away all his pop figures <laughs> see the pop figures i wouldn't be because i've only been collecting for a few years but it's gonna be a very hard day but like you know if i have to give away a figure that i had as a child because what I have, I can make room for a little figure. Sometimes so. we see things in stores that are like sealed, perfect condition, and he'll go to me and be like, "Oh man, I had that." Like you know, it, I understand the nostalgia with it. I have things that are like I kept as a kid, and there's a lot of stuff that I'm like, "Oh, why did I throw it out?" But then it's like you can't hold on to everything because there's no room for everything. So yeah, that that's why three and two fall into on my list as the two of the best sequels for me. All right, Lou, what's your number nine? My number nine is Wreck 2. Excuse me? Wreck 2. What, what the hell is Wreck 2? We went through this in one of my, uh, I think it was Guilty Pleasures. It's a hor- the horror movie that Quarantine was based on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I've, I'll uh, let you go. Are, I'll, I'll are, take a back drop on this. Spanish films. Um, have anybody I, like Rec- I don't think Wreck 2 is great. But Rec- well, there's uh, the aspect of it. So um, if anybody's seen Quarantine or Wreck, you know that the news reporter towards the end... Uh, she gets you know attacked by that monster at the end. So in part two, they literally start right after that point, and it sounds like a SWAT team into the building, and just the aspect of the, the SWAT team having to deal with this, and then they find her, and like the 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 stuff that goes on through with like demonic stuff and the twist towards the end, a fantastic horror movie that I'm very upset that the English version didn't uh duplicate since the English the quarantine two took place on like a plane. For on a reason. plane. Yeah, it's 
video, whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah, it went like straight to. I think it was straight to Netflix actually. Uh, but yeah, they didn't duplicate that at all. And then I just felt like this was like a great follow up to a fantastic first uh, horror film. Quarantine is actually solid though. I actually think quarantine, quarantine was, was good. I just didn't like the ending because they changed up the ending from the original. Yeah, uh, they did. But yeah, I, I like yeah. I like Rec a lot. I saw Rec like uh, before I saw Quarantine, and yeah, they they did. But it's it's still good. But yeah, David and Jen, you guys got to rock to Rec One and Rec Two. You can stay away from three and four, but Rec One and Rec Two are fantastic. I agree with him on. Actually, most of that. I don't think Rec 2 is great, but I like Rec a lot. Alrighty, I'll definitely look into that. All right, G, what is your number I, nine? I uh, my number nine is the. Uh, uh, we're probably going to go left here. Uh, but uh, I'm putting in A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3, The Dream Warriors, because I love it. Okay, that's not bad. I like Dream Warriors. It's so good. Uh, it's actually, I think it's my. I think it's the best. Uh, well,. I technically, Wes Craven's New Nightmare is the better sequel. It's like better. It's as far as being technically well made, it's better than Dream Warriors. But I can get, uh, I can watch Dream Warriors over and over and over again. So you're not a fan of Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two? No, no, no. You know what? I will give it credit though, because Freddy is still pretty dark in Part Two. Like he's still kind of scary. Do you you uh, know about uh, the? the backdrop rumors about that movie right you mentioned it but you didn't get into the, it the whole like gay thing yeah yeah what's going on yeah yeah, yeah. it's, the, it's the gay ve- it's very, it's very the gay, lead actor yeah. was gay in real life and oh he's a lot gay in real life of, yeah the lead actor oh, is gay in real life. yeah so it makes it even better and like uh do, do you um do you have that whole never yeah. sleep again yeah i have it so, like yeah so like when they talk about that movie it's, it's really funny like and like apparently when they were making it, they threw. Oh, we didn't really know. Like we really. There's, <laughs> there's so many things for in that. For anyone that's not aware, there's, there's so many undertones like about coming out in Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two. It's, it's, it's on Netflix. It's called Never Sleep Again. Uh-huh. And they cover all the Nightmare on Elm Streets. And in Part Two, there's a section about just how everyone looks at that movie as the gay Nightmare on Elm Street. And actually, that segment in Never Sleep Again is the most interesting one to me because I, I knew very little about part two. Yeah, same here. So, like, that was the one that I really wanted to, like, dive into. And, like, the stuff that they talked about was, like, interesting. Like, and, like, you know, uh, the filmmakers not really, like, knowing that they, like, some of them said they didn't know that they were doing it. Other people felt like they knew exactly what they were doing. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. I, I never got that on its own, so I gotta double check on that movie. No, it, when you Watch see it, it you again, you'll, you'll see it. it. Okay. Yeah, you'll see it in his relationship with his best friend. Like, it's just really. I would say <laughs> that would be the weirdest part out of all of it because it came out of nowhere. Now, Dream yeah. Warriors is that the one that were in the uh... the institution, all the kids? Yeah, uh, yeah, and like I actually like that sequel out of all of them. Like, where, is where I like all the supporting characters too. I think they're all like fine. I okay. think they're all good. Like where I didn't want any of them to die. Like I was like, oh, I, they if, when they died, I was like, oh, that sucks. That sucks. Like oh. it, they were all good. Yeah, no, they, that especially movie the scene, the whole the let's get high scene, where it's like the nails turn into like the hypodermic needles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, so good. It's like so. It's like darkly funny, but still kind of creepy at the same time. What do you think about in part three? What do you think about um, how they handled the Nancy character? So that's my only issue with it. So like I apparently Heather Langenkamp too, like that was her even though she liked coming back for part 3, she didn't she didn't like the way her character kind of came out in part 3, like she didn't really feel like Nancy, I guess. I thought that uh like watching it now, like it's like 
Heather Langenkamp was way too young to kind of take on that kind of the motherly role of like you know amongst all the kids. Yeah, now, that's the one thing. That's the one thing that, that much older than like any of them in real life too. That's one of the things that I that struck me in that I'm like because in part one she was what seventeen. Seventeen, yeah. So she would really be about twenty, what, twenty one, twenty two, if you look. We'll at do twenty one, yeah, twenty two, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I totally agree with you that she takes up this mother role, and you're like, um. But I did think it was good that they. Uh, well, I, I can't say spoiler for a movie that came out in the eighties. I do think that it yeah, was good. It's that, a little late there. They, I do think it was good that they killed her, though. At the end, I thought like that actually worked really well. Oh, so you did like that they killed her? I like that they killed her. I thought that was. I thought it was good. Like I, I don't think that movie would have as much. Weird to say emotional weight, but like that that moment at the end is really good. And then she kills him at the end too. So like it's like there's like it's weird because like the relationship between her and Freddy Krueger, like I didn't really pay attention to it until watching like Never Sleep Again when they talk about like the whole relationship between Nancy and Freddy and how like you know uh, out of all his, the people he's kind of come in contact with, like how she's the most significant and like how they kind of it's a weird kind of like the way Robert England describes it. Like he kind of like all this, like he equates it to this like borderline attraction with Nancy. Like kind of like, you know, it's kind of like, um, despite the fact that he's trying to kill her, it's kind of like with, uh, he's like into the Joker. Yeah. 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 Like she's like, yeah. Like you like, you know, like the whole, like you complete me. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so like in all three movies that even new nightmare where, you know, she's playing herself, but like, you know, that character is kind of like still, you know, they still have to be like linked and connected. I don't know. It's a very interesting, like scream queen horror villain relationship. Totally agree. All right. That's number nine. Lou, I already did my number eight, which is Toy Story uh, 2. What's your number eight? Uh, my number eight is Batman Returns, which you said it didn't make your list. And didn't make honorable mention. Didn't even make a mention. I thought it was for you, but the funny part is I wrote and I looked at it and I wrote Bateman Returns. Oh, who the hell is like Jason Bateman Returns? That'd be a good movie. Yeah, it would. <laughs> but uh, Batman Returns, I actually enjoyed. Um, I didn't. I know there's a lot of issues with the movie. I just as a child, so it's one of it's one of the Batman movies that I remember the most. Uh, obviously, the Michael Keaton one is the one that holds the bigger place in my heart nowadays. But I. That was my first Batman movie I remember as a child. Uh, you know, that the penguin was pretty creepy as a kid. He did a great job. Here we go. Dave pointed a finger. No, wait. <laughs> I love Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. I love anything with Keaton. Now, do you... <laughs> uh, that scene yeah. where where Batman... Where uh, he's, like, controlling the Batmobile. <laughs> yeah. And... That little toy Batmobile he's in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like Tim Burton's like, that's what we need to do. We need to create a little Batmobile for him to control the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Tim Burton on that. Another issue. Why the hell does this Catwoman origin have to do with like? The, the, I mean. What... She was our first Catwoman. We can agree that it's a better Tim Burton movie than a Batman movie. It feels yes. like a very much a Tim Burton movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely and is. It's a Batman movie, and I've actually learned to accept it as that. Like, I think that's why I like it more than I did, you know, when I was younger. That it's very much a Tim Burton movie. It has very little to do with Batman. 
<laughs> but it's good. Yeah, it's definitely a Tim Burton movie with a Batman backdrop, and it gave us a lot of memorable moments. Oh, no, yeah. The, I, the I love Batman Returns. But, like, it, when someone tells me that it's the best Batman movie. Who says that? Oh, I've no, there are, there are I've, there's a lot plenty of people, of people that think Batman Returns is better than the Dark Knight. There are a lot of people that love Batman Returns. Wow. Wow. But I think they're all caught up in the visuals and, like, all that. Like, it's a good, like, it's a good movie. Like, it's a good, like, like again, it's a good Tim Burton movie. Like, I, I, I think it's, I think it's interesting that he, I think he made that and Edward Scissorhands kind of back to back, and like even some of the same score, like like some of the music kind of sneaks in the Batman Returns from Edward Scissorhands. Like it's like the like I felt like he was making like one big movie, like you know, like he I guess he identified with the Penguin character a lot, this is you know, because he's strange and like I think whatever. he I think he identifies with the villains a lot. I think that's the big the big he thing. does, and that's why the villains like. So like if you I don't know if you ever read Roger Ebert's reviews of Batman and Batman Returns because he gave him two stars out of four. Really, he did. He? And his and his issue with both movies was that the hero played second fiddle to the villains. Like you didn't really get to know much about Batman, and like the villains took you know took the reins over you know the title character. Like you know, like, and I kind of understand that. Like they're not like. He's not completely fleshed out in Batman or Batman Returns. Like he's just there. Yeah, I would, the, I would agree with villain, that. And the villains get most of the exposure and they get mo- most of the backstory. I don't have a problem with that because they're interesting. But I get that as like a critic being like, okay, I, I'm seeing a movie called Batman, yet he is playing second fiddle to the main villain in the movie. Like, they, like they, he he doesn't get as much character. Like he's exposure. only on screen twenty minutes in this movie. And Batman Returns. Yes, that's see, that's a, you know. So I get, so I get that. I totally. I mean, I wouldn't give Batman or Batman Returns two stars. Like that's that seems kind of wrong. But like, I understand the complaint of like, hey, I'm seeing a movie called Batman, and he's not really even the main focus of the movie. Yeah, I will, I'll see that point. But you know, so, with, with the Batman character, one of his most interesting things that makes him such a popular superhero is his villains. So you always gotta right. take that into Batman account. Batman has the best villains, oh, out of and they're also they're also more in, they're also more interesting than he is. I mean, I get it. I mean, Jack Nicholson as the Joker is way more interesting than Michael Keaton as Batman. Even though Michael Keaton's a great Batman, he's more interesting on screen than Michael Keaton would be. I mean, there's a really, I mean, like, yeah, I get it, but I also get the whole like, and it's especially true in Batman Returns. Like, I feel like like. I I'm watching Catwoman and the Penguin for the most of that movie, and then I'm like, oh, there's there, there's Batman. <laughs> oh, there you go. So All that's right. my number, number eight. eight. All right, G, what's your number eight? Uh, my number eight is uh, I went with Star Start. Uh, yeah, you're gonna get me. Star Trek The Wrath of Khan. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie yet. So it's I, so good. I've seen it. It's so good. So like, um, actually, uh, I'm not a Trekkie by any means, but I do like most of the movies. Oh, you don't see Killing On? I do not. I know. But um, comparing it again, like like I did with X2 from like the first one to the second, there's like a huge like jump in quality between Star Trek the Motion Picture and Star Trek 2 the Rathacon. They're and there's all, like they're all uh outside of that one, like mostly meh, right? Yeah, so they kinda like uh most people say that the even number of sequels are the good ones. So like two, four, like yeah, they are the good ones usually, in in that series. They are mostly met until you get to like First Contact, which is also really good. It didn't make my top ten, but it's a good Star Trek sequel. Okay. 
Uh, but Rathacon, they're like the main villains, awesome. Uh, and there's just a lot of character stuff going on in it beyond, you know, it just being a Star Trek movie. And there's more at stake, too. Like, that's my thing about if it's going to be a good sequel, I think there needs to be, like, more at stake for the main people. And you have to, like, kind of worry about, like, what's going to happen to them. And that there's a lot of that going on in Star Trek, too. All righty. How do you feel about how they redid it in the second one with J.J. Abrams? So I was fine with it. I know a lot of people complained about it. I, I don't know if people complained because they tried to keep it a secret. And it was pretty obvious where they were going with it. But I thought it was fine. And I think it, a lot of the reason I was fine with it is because I like the actor. Yeah, I uh, think it did a good job. Uh, and, and he was perfectly fine in it. I didn't really feel insulted that they did it. I actually think that Star Trek II and like the newer movies is is perfectly a perfectly fine movie. It's it's good. I I don't know why I got as much criticism as it did, and I think part of it is because of they threw that in there. But I was fine with it. Yeah, I was fine with it too. All right. Now moving on to number seven is one that it's the newest uh release on my list. And Here we go. Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, uh, didn't I say that it was like a solid seven? Like on one episode, you yeah, got real mad. I got really mad. It's a solid seven. So I love going. I lo- <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> sure. I love go- I love going to a theater and being surprised. Now, while I was anticipating the movie, and I actually went to a critic screening in the city, and for you know, most critics are just you know they just sit and obs- you know obs- take everything in. But with this movie, you see everyone's going crazy during during a lot of the scenes. And that's what I went through. I guess I'm more of the pleasant surprise and everything from the use of... I mean, I'm very old school. CGI is what needs to be around nowadays. Yeah. But the use of practical effects throughout most of the movie was so well done. And um, on top of that, you have this powerful fem- female character, Furiosa. And then I felt like Max was more of a side character of anything like this is more the yeah, story like it. yeah but the fact that it was all well done everyone was was fleshed out the appropriate way i thought it was excellent and to me and you guys are probably giving me shit for this i think it's probably if not top two top three greatest action movies of all time yeah not for me yeah i mean it is what it is i mean you know i understand all those fucking oscar nominations either you are n- i did not understand it no, I understand. Yeah, it's uh, I I I I didn't even see it as a sequel. Honestly, I thought it was more like a reboot of the Not franchise. But yeah, I, looking more into it, I guess yeah, yeah. I think it's interesting that Charlie Theron and Tom Hardy did not get along <laughs> while filming that movie at all. And they got along on they got along on screen. They're supposed to get along on screen too. On right? screen, but apparently they did not get along at all filming it. And they and then most people that worked on it said that I don't think it was anything personal. It was like the conditions they were all in filming. Mm-hmm. And like it was just like even one minor like character defect would piss you off, and I think that's what happened with them. Oh man, that's not good. Yeah, they didn't get along, but they it didn't show on screen really. No, nah, the screen chemistry was pretty good. Yeah, I actually like. I actually want Charlie Theron to be an action star. Like I'm really kind of excited for Atomic Bond a little bit. Nah, I think it could be good. It's trash. What? Oh, hi! What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Mad, Mad, Max is, <laughs> Mad Max is a solid seven. It doesn't deserve those Oscar nominations. Yeah, I don't understand all the Oscar nominations. Oh my god! 
That's just, just blasphemous. We probably get. I probably get more blasphemous comments from you later on when we get to our top three. Oh, uh, probably. Yeah. Um, you know, but Lion, yeah, Mad Lion Max King is, two my, is definitely your top three, right? Mad Ma- what? Lion King Two is definitely your top three. It is. Uh, oh, Simba's Pride. Yeah, yeah Simba's Pride is up there. <laughs> Mad Max is my number seven. Lou, what's your number seven? My number seven is Terminator Two: Judgment Day. Ah, oh, it's so low. It is right. It's so low. I don't know. It just is. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Deal with it. Ah, <laughs> oh, oh, that's one of the best movies. Oh, I feel very confident with the rest of my list, so it's number seven. Uh. I mean, we discussed this movie for the last three weeks already. Great, yeah, we have. great effects. I mean, I said they're a little dated, uh, especially uh, the T two thousand, T one thousand. I forget. I forget now. Too much mimosas. They don't really feel dated though. They're still good. Yeah, not no, no, no. I'm, uh, Arnie's graphics are good. I'm just talking about the the uh, the cop, I, I guess. And uh, the metal effects are a little dated now, but the re- the movie overall is a great. Action movie. That's probably is one of my top action movies. Uh, going back to that discussion, um, it's one of the first action movies I saw as a kid too. So that always uh, brings back memories. But it's definitely my number seven. It's not as uh, good as a sequel as the other ones on my list. But it, for me, it was better than the first one. I know a lot of people think the first one is better. Uh, I'm looking at you, Jen. Uh, but I like I like two way better. I think you did. Oh, I didn't say the first one was better. I just said two is two. No, yeah, yeah, that was your tagline. Yeah, that one was is tagline. one and two is two. Yeah. <laughs> but like, no, no, no. I just said out of James Cameron, Terminate the first one was mm-hmm. was probably my favorite movie of his. But no, Terminator Two is great. I think I saw that in the theaters. I was probably like five. There you go. Yeah, I was pretty young. I remember seeing it in the theater. But I was real young. All right. And, but I remember going. And G, what's your number seven? Uh, my number seven is uh, The Born Ultimatum. Sure. Sure. Okay. Why not? It's better than Mad Max. Sure. Why not? Sure. <laughs> it, it is better than Mad Max. Sure. It is. What's wrong, what's wrong with The Born Ultimatum? It's great. It's great, but it's not better it, than Mad Max. It is better than Mad Max. It's fine. <laughs> Sorry. The Born Ultimatum was too cool to get Oscar nomination. No, <laughs> too no. Cool. More <laughs> it was too cool for that. I'm not even going. My, I don't know if I want to explain why I like it anymore. <laughs> but I like it a lot. It was actually a toss-up because I actually like the Born Supremacy as well. But um, again, it's like re uh, rewatch value. I have to come down between like rewatch value and I actually can watch the Born Ultimatum like over and over again. I think it's really good. Still, I have the opportunity to watch all these movies and I still have not watched them. It makes me more mad about Jason Bourne because I was like really excited. I'm, I, I skipped over the Born Legacy, My but God, it's Jason <laughs> Bourne. But Jason Bourne was so bad. I gotta get into that. Uh, when I you thought that, Jason I Bourne just... was really bad? Yeah, I didn't like it at all. Oh, okay. I didn't like. I yeah, it was boring. I didn't like the what's the what's that chick that won the Oscar for that movie with uh, Freddie Highmore? I Alicia don't remember. What was her name? I don't know. I can't remember. She's like, she was like, she was like the main chick in Jason Bourne, and she didn't fit the role at all. She she was annoying. I didn't like what they did with Julia Stiles' character either. I forgot she was in it when I rewatched the franchise uh, before watching. Julia Stiles was in them. <laughs> I forgot she was in it. Ah, she was. And she was like a skip part of like number three. Maybe that's your problem. Yeah, <laughs> I Maybe. guess. So uh, to number six, six now. Uh, Lord of the Rings: or Return of the King. Return of the King. Yeah. Okay. So 
I mean, we talked about Lord of the Rings before. It's just no wrong answer which one of your favorite. Uh, uh, walking and talking shoes. I'm going to be that like bougie film snob and say, you know, 11 Academy Awards is nothing to, you know. There you go. To look past. Uh, uh, did you just throw that out there? Yeah, I did. Just throw it into the ether. Uh, so it has, it's tied for the most Academy Award wins. It's the first and only movie to go perfect in terms of nominations and wins. It went for 11 for 11. There you go. Um, it's a great conclusion to an already great trilogy. I guess if I have any issues with it, it would be that the ending has about five different ones. Oh, like, yeah, they did do the So, ones. like, it has so many different, like, endings. You but think it's over, is, and it just continues. The walk finished. They got to the mountain, and they dropped the ring. Yeah, the point is, they finally get to the to the top of Mordor, and then they drop the ring. And what happens there happens. I don't want to spoil too much for yep. Jen, but they destroy the ring in the end. But you kind of saw that coming. That precious. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought Elijah yeah, was really great version. in the role of Frodo. <laughs> Uh yeah, I think everyone's plays their role perfectly in this in this film. So, Oscar winner, Lord of the Rings: Return of the King <laughs> no, is my number six. Winner. <laughs> I still haven't seen the Hobbits. Don't don't. Oh, yeah. they're pretty. Bad. I didn't like any of them. I've actually heard good things about the Hobbits. No man, it's, it's, like, watching, it's like watching Godfather three when you were <laughs> Godfather <laughs> one and two. Friends told you they were good. I forgot. I I. Just, I, just <laughs> I this falls under the category that me and guys have of completists. I own them because I have yeah. Lord of the Rings, but yeah, I, I have them too. I I don't pop them in though. Yeah, it's not. I, if I watch this, is I just go straight to Fellowship. Is that really like a waste of money if you just buy stuff just to have it? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, we're I own for that. I definitely own them, but I no, I would... and, I, and I'm even worse. I bought the the steel steel book, the steel book with all three of them. So I wasted an extra twenty bucks. Just have you guys get... watched the? Uh... What the extended version of all three Lord of the Rings movies? I have the extended yeah, versions. That, that, That's I, the only I, one. I borrowed his extended version and watched them all three in one night. <laughs> they're are, so long. They're so long. They're, they're I haven't so, watched them since I bought them. You know, it's crazy. I think because Blu-ray, you can fit a lot of stuff on it. Yeah. The fact that they're so long that each one of them is on two discs. Yeah. And then Return of the King, I think, is is it on three? No. No, it's two. It's two, but yeah. that one's yeah. like five hours long. Yeah. So, But yeah, Lord of the Rings. What's up for you, Lou? What's your number six? Number six. six. The Winter Soldier. Okay, cool. Uh, Civil War. In my opinion, Civil War is tied with it, but my list is all number twos. So the Winter Soldier. Um, yeah, it's great. It was actually a pretty good surprise for me because the first Captain America was good, but it was meh. Yeah, for me it was good. Uh, I just the way the direction they took the franchise with Winter Soldier was phenomenal. Just the whole aspect with the shield um, imploding within itself and uh, Hydra resurfacing. Uh, it was pretty good. And, you know, the relationship with Bucky coming back. Yeah. everything oh. Other than that, that movie uh, was fantastic. And then you just add incredible action to all that. And it's just a phenomenal film. Well, that's my number six, too. Oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, I, I Again... Uh, I'm talking about like improvements over the original movie. It's like, significantly better than the first Captain America. Yeah, unfortunately, the first Captain America falls down. Like, it's like, like I wasn't expecting much because like out of all the standalone Cap, like I actually like Captain America more now than when I first saw it, the first one. But uh, I was really surprised at like the just the jump in quality between the first one and the second one. Yeah, it was drastic. And actually, out of all of them that have had their standalone movies, I think 
like with Captain America Winter Soldier and Civil War, I think that franchise has been the best. I won't say that I won't say that Civil War is better than Winter, Winter Soldier, but it's up there. It's it still holds its own with it. And like it they they've actually grown significantly from the first movie. So I we out of all the Marvel standalone movies, I think his have been the yeah, best. Yeah, we can agree that Captain America is the best out of the standalones. I think. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, right now Captain America is more of the Avenger movie now. I'm no. I'm talking about his three. Yeah, yeah. As a, as a trilogy. Yeah. Well, I I, I do say that I, even though I like Age of Ultron, I do say that Civil War Captain felt like Avengers a better. It, I, I will say that it's a better uh, Civil War was a better Avenger sequel than. Yeah, they they had to make yeah. up for that garbage. It wasn't it's garbage. not garbage. It was it good. Garbage. You know what? Anything, uh, I will not say that anything that Joss Whedon had his hand in is garbage. There you go. I'm sorry. The standards have been given. Yeah. He he created Buffy, so no, he has never made garbage. Did he write the movie? He did write the movie, but the director that movie took... is hot garbage. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, before you go. David, let him weasel his way out of this one. Yeah, I want to see this one. <laughs> the director took full control over it, so they changed a lot of what he wrote. So a lot of it, the way the show is, that's how he wanted it to be. And then the director was like, no, no, no. It's like, this is just a comedy. Like, no, there's no, like, satire here. Like, no, no. Like, he just, like, changed it. So don't blame Joss Whedon. <laughs> Hashtag don't blame Joss Whedon. Yeah, but yeah, don't. Shirt. I, I will not. Oh God, because Buffy's the best show. Ever. Let's put that I've on the shirt. Ever don't, made? She's like, don't blame Josh Whedon. Buffy's the best show. Word. It is ever made. Oh. <laughs> Going into our top five. I think the fans can't be wrong. My number five is what I consider probably the greatest sequel name ever. Sequel name? Yeah, Aliens. Yeah. Just add oh. an S to it. I think it's the greatest oh. name. I can pick it back. Number five is Aliens. No, I guess it's not number five for G. No, it's higher. All right. So I just think, like, you have something so menacing as a xenomorph and alien. Uh-huh. And you just add that little, that letter, and you already know it's going to, shit's going to get real. Yeah. When you have, like, all right, it's so that means there's one. more, and not just more, like, hundreds of xenomorphs and aliens. And we've discussed aliens before. Uh, Sigourney Weaver is just phenomenal as best Ripley. action female. She star. is, yeah, she is absolutely the best female action a, hero. Get, she's getting a little competition now with Gal. Nah, man. Really? Think, no, no, nah, no, no. I love Ripley, Gal Gadot, but like, uh, Ripley is like on another level here, I think. I don't know, man. I think she's getting competition. And she's now. able to be like this badass, kick-ass woman and still play the mom role with uh, Newt. Uh-huh. I think she does that. That has that duality and she plays it perfectly throughout. And it's, you know, Cameron's probably my second favorite Cameron film. She right? got yeah, Titanic? Nominated for an Oscar yes. for that movie. Yes, she does. To this day, uh, when I when I was doing my review of Aliens, I didn't even know that she was nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, that's for awesome. It. I thought it was yeah. cool that she got nominated for it's it. Such a cool, such a cool nomination, yeah. especially at that point where I think the eighties, the Oscar was more like. Oscars don't take movies like that seriously. Yeah, even so, back, especially back then. Especially back then, the fact that she got an Oscar nomination for it is pretty awesome. Yes, yeah, sure. exactly. All right, so yeah, well, Alien... that movie's cool because. Uh, I mean, obviously, I'll talk about it later because it's higher on my list. But the fact that it changes tone completely from Alien. Yeah, from horror to action. Alien is a horror movie and Aliens is an action movie. There are elements of horror in Aliens, but like it's mostly an action movie. Gee, have, were, was Jen on the podcast where she says she doesn't like Alien? What? I think you mentioned that. I think she was. She, she thinks that Aliens is better, which I think it is. No, but she said that Alien was boring. 
Wow, what? Uh, it was just so much slower pace. I don't know. Ah, I, okay, you also have to understand. Slow, so I've burn, never, I never burn, saw. Earn it. I never <laughs> saw any of these films. So David showed me them, right? And we saw Alien. I think we were just hanging at home, and that's where we watched it. And then Aliens, we actually went to like a special like screening of it in a theater. We were surrounded by everyone. We saw it on the big screen. Like that makes a difference, I think, when you first see a movie for the first time. Like it's, it's important. And Anne Sigourney was there, girl crush, Aww. and um, she did a Q&A after, so that was pretty cool. Um, but the movie was just, it was so much, like, I guess because it was just anything that's, like, super, super slow, and if it drags a little bit for me, I just, like, I can't. I, z- I zone out a little bit. So I watched the movie, and I appreciate it, but Aliens, Leaps and Bounds is a hundred times better, I think. There you go. So in my, you know, it's not it was like awesome. Leaps- Better. No, it's not leaps and bounds better, but it's better. I think it's two different movies for me. They're both, both good. Good. they're both, both great. Yeah, but I think it's it's better. Um. Anyways, so that's our top. Uh, made our top five. Yeah. So, G, what's your number five? Uh, Spider Man Two. Wow, that's high for me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not. It's not, it's not on my. It's not on my list, but that's high. But like, uh, it, I, it's, I, I think it's still one, not only one of the best. It's one of the best comic book movies I think ever made. You know what's crazy that you, I'm, I, and you know, I said that what it was my number ten, and I agree with you 100. percent You know what's crazy about that? That people that, you know, comic book fans or whatever have these this short term memory when it comes to Spider Man and Spider Man Two, and they're like, oh, these movies suck. That Spider Man Two's garbage, and I'm like, not everything. Pre MCU sucked. Get that through your yeah. head. Yeah. Yeah. Watch it again. It's so. Yeah. I mean, like, it's it's good in the way. Like, it's not even the comic book stuff is the best part about it. It's the character stuff that's the best There's part about so much more character depth for all of them. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is just about someone like, like even if you took if you took him not being Spider Man, it was just like a regular job. This is just someone balancing like a huge responsibility, and you you can even like look at it without him being a superhero. Like that's just a part of growing up and so like i mean i like when those movies do that like and i think that makes them more than just comic book movies when they actually speak about like life a little bit more than just like the action and like all that stuff like totally the agree. for me for me the action plays kind of like it's like an added bonus in spider-man 2 yep i totally agree and like I mean. char- character stuff and and that's what makes me so mad about spider-man 3 because they're like there's so there was so much potential to grow from there, and like they just didn't. Since I don't, and know I, don't the, and I don't know who to blame. I guess you can blame the studio on that because I, I know Sam Raimi had ideas that they didn't really gel with, and they were like, "Well, you got to put Venom in it," and he didn't really want Venom in it, and he was only going to deal with Sandman, I guess. And like, you're like, no, you got to put Venom in it because he's popular. So just let's throw him in there. So like, there was so much going on in Spider-Man Three. That I I can tell that he didn't have control over that. That wasn't his decision, but ah, uh, just the quality, the dip in quality between two and three is just so. Especially if you watch them back to back. And I don't know the next time we're gonna talk about Spider Man three, so I bring it up now. I was talking to G off the line like a few days ago. Uh huh. And Spider Man three is actually fresh on Rotten Tomato. It's lowly fresh though. It's still fresh. It's lowly fresh. Yeah, it's like sixty. What did you say, sixty three? Sixty two or sixty three? Sixty three percent. Shocking! I was like so surprised that it was because the other two are. I think uh, the Amazing Spider Man two is rotten. It is. And I, but is it the is the Amazing Spider Man rotten? No, I don't think so. I think it's certified actually. I'm gonna let me look that up real so quick. So the studio said you have to add Venom. And you know who? Yeah, it was a. You know who he had, had to play Venom? 
Yeah, Topher Grace. <laughs> Topher Grace. There's a Topher Grace that movie that show. I really like, and I can't remember what it was. I think it's with Dennis Quaid. That he's oh, like, uh, 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 shit. You know what I'm talking about, right, G? Yeah, it's Scarlett Johansson in it, I think. Yes, yes. I think he, that's his girlfriend uh, or something I'm, like that. Why am I blanking on that? I like it. In I actually like it. I don't think Valentine's Day is good, but he's in my favorite scene in Valentine's Day, which is awesome. Um, the Amazing Spider-Man is certified at 72, and then The Amazing Spider-Man 2 is at 52. Ooh, that's such a drop. Yeah. yeah. But there's this little site called RealTalkInc.com. I don't know if you guys heard of it. Never heard of it before. Just put up an article. Just put up an article that said that early Spider-Man Homecoming reactions called it the best Spider-Man film yet. So I saw. So I saw that online somewhere else, and the the thing I saw online was like it quoted like one person. So that's the only reason why I didn't like jump at it because it was just like one person being like oh but the one person that said it was good said the villain was meh so he was talking about michael well, the, keaton michael no no no, keaton no, 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 no. Meh. michael keaton's not meh but you no know, if he's a marvel villain in all honesty like are you surprised uh marvel villains aren't bad they're all bad i don't like what any- yeah man what I, th- I think they all have the same issue man wait are we talking about like oh we're just talking about the movies never mind okay yeah, yeah, yeah no i'm talking about the movies I wish, like, I honestly wish we got, like, a good, like, Green Goblin. Like, I mean, I, I don't mind Willem Dafoe. I like Willem Dafoe. He was fun. And I don't mind the kid that was in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Actually, he was fine. Well, Harry Osborn, whatever. But, like, the Green Goblin stuff in the comic books is so good. Because he was the only one that, like, like that kind of infiltrated who Spider-Man was. He, like, messed with him on the level of, like, you're Spider-Man, but I also know you're Peter Parker. So he fucked with him on, like, the superhero level, and he messed with him on... A personal level too. It sucks and that like, when Spider Man came out, it was around the time that you could that you had to kill your villain in the first movie. Because they yeah, could have they could have bring him back. <laughs> they could have done yeah. so much with that. Would you yeah. say that? Um, like, Sp- that's why I was so excited about the Amazing Spider Man too, was because they included the whole Gwen Stacy thing. I mean that. I mean I think that's why that ending worked for me. But like I, uh, that villain's actually so much better than. Do you have, done do you have movie. that? Do you have that issue when the death of Gwen Stacy? I do own it. Yeah. yeah, I actually have that on my wall. I I, I got it's that. <laughs> my friend was like, "Have you ever read it?" I was like, "I read it once, and then I encased, encased it in like glass." <laughs> so yeah, you guys I, when I met Stan Lee last year, I had him sign it too. So that it's thing so is good. like a prized possession of mine. There you go. Can we? I, and Gwen Stacy overall. I mean, I know I didn't read Spider-Man comics like like in like my later years of life, but like I actually like her more than Mary Jane. I like I think, a lot. I, think, I think she's like sig- more significant for him than Mary Jane. And I think Emma was very was cast perfectly. I think as Gwen. I will Stacey. say more so than Tom McGuire and Kristen Dunst, and, and, and I get it. It's because uh, they dated in real life. That were they dating Andrew, at that time? Andrew Garfield. No, they well they got together while making Spider Man. So, so like Andrew Garfield, Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone, their chemistry is good, and I, I think it's like good because they really liked each other. But like I think it's more solid than what Tobey Maguire and Kristen Dunst kind of showcase. Yes. Kristen Dunst was a terrible merger for me. She was. I know uh, that's my main issue with like I actually don't mind her in Spider Man Two. I think she's very important in Spider Man Two, just because of like you know she he's she's a very significant part of what Peter Parker is going through. But her as a whole, as Mary Jane, like I I never got why they cast her. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. I never understood it like at all, especially in Spider-Man Three. She's so awesome in Spider-Man Three. Well, moving on to number four. Number four. Hewing guys says, "What 
My number four is Terminator 2. I mean, it's still, it's higher than fucking seven, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. I'm, I'm, my, the rest of my list is good. So I'll, I'll touch base on that more when you get on, you know, when it gets to your list, G. All I'll say yeah. is it's, you know, one, one, if not the greatest action movie of all time. And I love the fact that, you know, they change roles in this one and they, they pretty much let you watch the movie to figure that out. If it and was it, today, never gets, it never gets old either. Like, it's like, it holds up so well. And what, I can watch Terminator 2. Like, yeah. What works too with that is when that scene happens, they use the same score that they did for Arnie in the first one when he's oh, yeah, killing yeah, yeah. people. So it makes you think, oh, fuck, here we go again. And then, boom, you know, come with me if you, you want, want to live. live. Even though I we do. were already exposed to him rescuing John Connor. But maybe in that moment you're like, oh shit, he really is gonna right. try to kill both of them at the same and time. I think, I think we talked about this when we mentioned the movie before, but the trailers for it when it first came out didn't allude to like him being good or bad. It kind of like like the, at least the initial teaser trailers was like you didn't know, and so a lot of people going in, you'd probably know like first trailer. You think? Yeah, 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 yeah. You would know that he was good, <laughs> but like going in, no, like when you were watching it, like everyone was like, oh. Had like really no idea that he was going to be a good guy in this one. Yeah, like, right. I wish still like that. That would be so. so awesome. I will. I will touch more on it when you when it gets on your list. So I don't want to give too much away on that. All right, Lou, what's your number four? My number four is Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. That's really high. That is really high. Uh, I thought it was a fantastic sequel. Uh, the first one was good. Um, set up you know the nice universe for what we have now. Um, James Franco did a great job. Surprisingly for me. Uh, at that time, I wasn't a big <laughs> James good actor. No, but at that time, I wasn't a big James Franco uh, fan. But that movie was a good surprise. And then we got to number two, when he actually has like this army of apes setting up, and the whole aspect of you know they don't want to be like the humans, but you know it gets to the point where you know they don't really have much of a choice. I mean, in reality, when you watch that movie, they don't want to fight the humans. They don't. It's like the humans bring the war to them in the yeah. long run. It really shows, like, I like, what I like about those movies, um, it really does show the, you know, the war mentality that humans do have, which I don't think we got that much in the original one, which no, is more of a, all. yeah, which is more of a, oh, we just took over the planet. So I like the aspect they're bringing. Now, to I these. have a question for you and G. G, is this higher on your list before I ask the question? Or is this not on your list? Uh, it's, it's higher. Okay. So, it's like not that much higher, though. Okay. So I have a question for both of you. Uh huh. And the original Planet of the Apes is a classic. Uh huh. Do you think, and this, I said this three years ago when this movie came out. I think this is, until we'll see what happens to war, I think this is the best Planet of the Apes movie. I've been saying that. Over yeah. the original 1960-something yeah. movie. I would definitely watch this over the original. Now, the original has the best oh shit moment. Yeah. 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 But I think as an overall film... Yeah, I, I think mean, this one, watch the original. I think this has moment. more depth to the actual apes yeah, over the way more depth. Like I yeah. give the only I give two shits about the humans, and I care so much about Caesar. I do like what they're doing with the new one, where they do get to find a little human girl, and like that. I feel like the interesting stuff they could do with that. I I'm think excited to see I it. think this movie is going to be very sad. Oh yeah, it new, is. you think Caesar's going to die? Yeah. I, yeah, I don't even. I, this is the last one. I know, but so I think Caesar's gone. Yeah, me too. I'll I'll tear up if Caesar dies, and I can't. Oh, I never forget his name. The big one, like his oh, right hand man. Yeah, I forgot. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. When he goes, because I know he's going to be one of the ca- first casualties. I think I'm going to like 
ball up when he goes because I've always liked him. And I love the villain gorilla in Dawn too. Yeah, I saw. Oh, he was a dick. Yeah, Scar- straight <laughs> dick. Scar- <laughs> Scarface. Uh, I call him Scarface. Uh, I um, uh, I saw Rise and Dawn with the same friend. And I just remember, uh, he always reminds me that when like we saw Rise like like in the middle of it, I was like, "Damn, this is good." And then when we saw Dawn, I, I guess I said the same thing, like, "Damn, this is so good." <laughs> so like when you he's see War, he's like, "Damn, this is so so." So he good. always reminds me, he's like, he's like, "What are you gonna say when we see the third one together?" I was like, "Ah, oh, probably like, damn, this is so 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 good." Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna get those. We're gonna get those on a Blu-ray cover. I I, I cannot wait for. War. Dude, I was so surprised by like by both of them. So Rise, I had like low expectations same for. Same here, same here. Like to the floor, <laughs> and I was like, I don't know why I'm seeing this. And I was like, Oh, this is really good. And then Dawn, I didn't expect it to be much better than Rise, and it was like ten times better. I think because just, they oh, actually good. took time to concentrate on what needed to be concentrated on was exactly. the apes. And I mean, yeah, I I love the originals. Don't get me wrong, I think the originals fantastic, but. Like we, like I said it before, you, you really don't pay attention to to, to the apes. Yep, you know, they're they're all evil. And then you know we we get to Tim Burton, we don't even talk about that. But <laughs> but yeah, Marky Mark, Mark's finest. Any, any circus, any circus, never going to get an Oscar nomination. And you should. And he I should. Bet you he, I bet you he'll deserve it more for this one than anything. We've yeah. been talking about it since he played Gollum, and then like it hasn't happened. And I don't think the Academy because they're like, well, this he's not really acting. I was talking to a buddy of mine. <laughs> I was talking to a buddy of mine, a listener of the show, Georgie. And he was, um, he was talking about, we're talking about the Black Panther trailer. And he was like, that villain, I really don't like him. And I'm like, who? And he's like, that white guy from Ultron. I'm like, Andy Serkis? And then I got into like this whole spiel about how great Andy Serkis is. So hopefully he'll get his credit one day. I get, I, I think if he doesn't get a, a nomination for this, I think he's going to be one of those that falls into the honorary Oscar when he's like 80 years old. Unfortunately. Yeah. All right, Lou. What is? What do you mean? I just, Lou, I just went. Oh yeah, gee, <laughs> gee, what's your number four? Man, I'm going with Scream Two. I'm not going to get shit for it though. Wow, you it's put so Scream good. Two over Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> yes, oh, I did. I did not see this coming. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, yo, what is what is Scream Two certified at? Here we go. Hold on. Look at, look it up. Let's look this up. Talk your shit, G. Talk, it's, talk, actually talk. Cert- it's actually you know it's actually certified higher than Scream. I think. Yeah, it is. What's that? I'm looking. Get, no, state your reasons. You look like he's squaring. He sounds like he's, he's squaring. He's like, he's like, state your facts, son. Like he's r- hiking up his shore, squaring up. Well, scream, like, yeah. scream two is uh, eighty-one. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. And what scream? Seventy-nine. <laughs> the passion. Right, yeah, the passion. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Man, real quick. Uh, Mad Max what? is Mad Max Fury Rose in ninety-seven. If we're talking Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, it's okay. I mean, some movies solid, are solid seven. Solid seven. Some movies are solid seven. Sneak away with like a ten percent. <laughs> How do you know? I, like, you, I, you I can't love give Scream Two. No, I love Scream Two, but three. number three. Yeah, it, I thought it was number four. Or number three? four. Number four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four. Top yes. five. Top five that are alive. <laughs> yes. Are you sure, sure, bud. State your reasons. I thought you were going to be like, oh, this is a solid movie. It is a solid movie. Yeah, I didn't think it was gonna be that high. I didn't think it was gonna be that high. I literally... well, well, yeah. yeah. I <laughs> dead ass squaring up right now. I can I see, like, I can picture my... Jesus. <laughs> like, I expected it to be an honorable mention. So when I didn't hear it, I was like, oh, maybe he doesn't think that high of Scream Two, and then oh, he surely does. I do. 
So do you think the beginning of this movie was better than the beginning of Scream? No, I don't think it is, but it's also I think it's good in its own right though. Uh I felt so bad the, for Jada though. But the fact that you can be in a crowded fucking theater and that could happen to you and like everyone like the whole like I think it's like the way Wes Craven shoots that opening scene is so good. Like like the whole like kind of chaos of it all. And yeah. this girl's being knifed up and everyone thinks it's just a part of like basically promotion for stab. And like, you know, and they don't really catch on until she gets on stage. Like, oh, this was like she this was real. I think it's I think it's good in its own right. It doesn't have the same impact as the opening scene from Scream. Yeah. But it still holds its own, I think. And tell us your favorite part of the movie, which is SMG. It, it's not Sarah Michelle Geller. You know what? Just because she's in it. <laughs> I think I, I think it's a big factor. No, it's not. She died, <laughs> she died too early for me to care. <laughs> There's only two scenes. D- you, I'm su- I'm surprised you didn't start like a like a petition against Wes Craven. Like we want we want more let, SMG. Let, let, let's let's take a time. Let's go back in time to 1997 when Buffy season two was in its pri- it was like it was in its prime, and she was in I know what you did last summer. And Scream 2, and she fucking died in both of them. And just imagine a devastated G. The waterworks were on fire. <laughs> just going to the movies, and like I told you before, when we talked about I Know What You Did Last Summer, I check out after she dies. Guys is I, like, at least. I like check out. He's like, he walks out of this movie, and he's like, at least I still have Buffy. Like, I check out. I'm like, I don't care what happens to Jennifer Love Hewitt and Freddie Prince Jr., I don't care. He's just bawling, asking what is life. Out. I'm like, yeah, I know there's like 20 more minutes of movie left. I'm like, nah, I don't really care what happens. That's so funny. In Scream 2, I kind of figured she'd die because I remember like watching trailers that when I was that young and I was like, why are they only showing like one scene that she's in? Like, is, it, is she in more? No, she's got to be in more. She's a pretty big name. I'm like, no. <laughs> nope. Nope. Not at all. <laughs> you nope. think when you first see her, you're like, she's the new best friend? Yeah, yeah, I thought she would be. <laughs> No, it's the black chick from the Hughleys. <laughs> <laughs> what a title. Holy shit. The black girl from the Hughleys. Can we put that on a subtitle on IMDb? Dude, just put that on a shirt. The black girl from the Hughleys. Hashtag yeah, Scream 2. She was giving all the Hughleys then. Like, what was she known for back then? Elise Neal. Like, what was she known for back then? But I guess oh. Sydney. Then he needed a black friend, and they're like, "Oh, okay, you're perfect." No, what? What do you call? <laughs> no, what do we say? The shirt. The, the shirt should say the token black friend, the black girl token from the Hughes. The black girl from the Hughes. And I'm not, <laughs> not, I'm not dogging on Elise Neal because Elise Neal was perfectly fine. <laughs> she was fine in that role. It's Sydney's fault that she dies, by the way. Yeah, she just leaves her in the car. They they get out the fucking car and they're about to like run away, and she's like, "Oh wait, no, I want to know who it is." <laughs> like no, no, just keep running. What makes it funny was that there was there wasn't just one black girl in the Hughleys, <laughs> but she's the black girl from the Hughleys. She was. The, she's the mom, the main, the main. The, she's the Hughley wife. Hughley <laughs> <laughs> wife. I'm not, I'm not oh, trying to fuck, joke. Her. I'm, I'm serious. Like that. Nah. I don't know oh, how we're gonna finish this up right now. SMG should have been her friends. All I'm saying instead of the black girl from the Hughleys. What was she in before Scream 2? Does, does anyone know? Nah. Probably like episode of Alicia. Wow. <laughs> it just keeps getting better. It just keeps getting better. Oh, that's too funny. All right. I'm looking at that right now. Hold on. I'm looking at that. I'm looking at that. Hold on. All right, well, while you look that up, I'll move on to number three. So my number three is The Empire Strikes Back. 
Uh, yeah, number th- is the best is the greatest Star Wars film of all time in my opinion. Uh, it has the just ca- all this character development of Luke. You find out more about Luke. You find you develop the relationship between Han and Leia, which you know brings us to probably two one of the two b- greatest moments in Star Wars history. And then number one, obviously, with the reveal of Vader as his uncle, as his uh, great uncle. Uh, but we all know, you know, we talked about Empire so much. It's no surprise that it's my number three. Lou, what's your oh, number three? The black chick from the whole story. Sorry, the black chick from uh, the Hughleys, Elise Neal. She was in Logan. I didn't even realize it. <laughs> yes, yeah, she was. Was she the cop? She was Catherine. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. She's 51. She's done more than the Hughleys. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, let me. Uh, I'm going to look up her filmography right quick. Hold on. Oh, Do your God. thing. All right, Lou, what's to, your number three? I need to know what she was in before Scream 2. My number three is a little movie we talked a lot about also. It's uh, The Godfather 2. Oh, he, about, he, he dropped the get, mic. Didn't even he make my list. He dropped the mic. <laughs> number top three. The Godfather 2 didn't make your list? No. Wow, that's... Okay, can we go back to screen two now? <laughs> All right, I'm going to deflect real quick. So Elise Neal was on the episode... Elise Neal was on the episode of Family Matters, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Chicago Hope, Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Uh, then you got to scroll. Sequest 2032. Uh, <laughs> Living Single. Oh, the Steve it. Harvey Show. How to Be a Player. Money Talks. And then Scream 2. She covered all the bases of the black shows. I'm just saying. Who the fuck was she that she gets more screen time than Buffy? <laughs> How dare she? How dare she? How dare G? How dare G, yeah. Oh, and then and then after Scream Two, she's on episode of the Wayne Brothers, is Lou's favorite show. She's like deflecting yeah, the, the blasphemy, and I'll talk about the Godfather later. Oh man, but uh, we ta- yeah, we, we talked endlessly What's, about the Godfather. Yeah, so right? we get. Uh, I will. Yeah, we'll get back to yeah, it. Yeah, we'll get back to it a little Number later. Three for me. Number three for G is what? I'm going with Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Gonna get okay. Yeah, you're just mad now because Godfather Two. You know what's not anywhere in my list. I have nothing to say to you right now. <laughs> Nothing to say to you. It, it, it's like it's good, but it ain't scream too good. It ain't scream too good. Though. It ain't the Hughley's good. It ain't the, the, okay, hold on. Maybe if Sarah Michelle Gellar was in the Godfather Part Two, I'd be like, all right, it's pretty good. Oh, no, Lanta. it's a good movie. It's just like it's not like my, you know, it's good. Yeah, sure. let's not forget this is our favorite ten. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's our favorite ten. Not like you know. These are I movies I personally like to watch over and over again. There you go. That's, why, right. that's why Toy Story Two is not on my list. And then number three for you was Dawn. Same. Anything you want to add, or pretty much went into pretty it? much the same. Same. All right. Hello. My number two. Uh huh. Is Dark Knight. Wow, I thought it was gonna be number one. I I, I would have been money on that. So yeah, no, one's Godfather Part Two, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it obviously. is. It's number one. Might as well. My number two is The Dark Knight. My number one is The Godfather Part Two. It's one A, one B to me. I think these two are the best sequels of all time. Um, the Godfather won that little gold man that no one gives a shit about. Uh, it's the first. Se- it's the first sequel to ever win that little gold man. Little no gold man? Gets- oh, so that- Suicide Squad got one of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so The Godfather Part Two and Dark Knight. I mean, Dark Knight has to me. Actually, Godfather 2 has my favorite performance of all time. Godfather Dark Knight has my second favorite performance of all time. Is Al Pacino so, your favorite one? or Pacino. Okay. And then Heath Ledger is my number two. Yeah. Um, to me, in, in a genre that has, on film, that has horrible villains, you have a movie that the villain is 
the standout of the film, and it's what makes it drives the. Kind of like what Guy said earlier, he was he, like he was great, and he had technically two villains, but we still got a good amount of Batman in that movie. Yeah, and on top of that, you have character depth to Christian Bale exactly. with his relationship with Rachel and Rachel. Uh, Rachel! Oh my god! <laughs> and um, yeah, so you have the char- the development with those two. Like, is she gonna leave Harvey? And I. Listen, I I get I hear a lot of shit that oh without the Joker, Dark Knight's fine. I'm like, dude, without Harvey jo- yeah, Harvey <laughs> Dent, Aaron Eckhart is just as fantastic. Aaron Eckhart is fine, but like uh, my issue with him in the Dark Knight, and like I know you feel differently. Like I I think he was perfectly good. And I just felt like the Two Face stuff towards the end was kind of like not forced in, but it didn't it wasn't it didn't. I was surprised. I was like. I was surprised that they killed him off. I guess that's why people feel like it's forced because they killed him off right away. If they would have continued him in the third one in Dark Knight Rises, maybe you know people would feel differently. I personally think, like I know we disagree with the, with this. I think that he's very, very well, you know, you know, cast. And on top of that, I think he was, you know, his character was actually, developed. I actually, well. don't think, I actually don't think Aaron Eckhart gets enough credit. No, not at all. I mean, every all the credit as an actor. He's solid, like, in that movie, because you have to like him, but you have to, like, understand that there's, like, even before the whole thing happens, that there is a duality to him, that there's potential for him to kind of turn. And, and, the, and Nolan sets it up perfectly in the beginning, where he, where he says, you either die a villain or you live long, you yeah. either die a hero or you live long enough to see your Which I feel that's the reason they killed him off, kind of. No, I think they killed him off because they needed the Joker to win. Yeah, I guess. Because Can we also point out too? I always forget that like how young Heath Ledger was. Twenty, he was probably twenty-seven when he filmed that. Seven when he made it, and mm-hmm. like that is for a twenty-seven-year-old. I mean, I'm not saying that like I mean there have been a lot of really good performances from people who are younger, but there's like there I, there's something in that performance that seemed like there is like like he's years beyond like what he was giving yeah, in we, that we lost like, we just, lost him way too early yeah yeah like he had so much potential and he actually showed a lot of potential throughout his whole career actually i think agree you know, i watched stuff like uh monsters ball and i kind of i so i watched that documentary about his life i know you feel iffy yeah, about it differently on but like i watched some of those movies that they talked about like after i watched it like i watched monsters ball and i forgot even though he's not in it a lot he does like he's so good in it though like he, pro- he progressively gets better and better and everything. Yeah, he does. and then I watched Lords of Dogtown, which is not like a perfect movie, but he's good in it. He's good in it, and like he actually just transforms into everyone that he plays. Yeah, you don't really see Heath Ledger. Like if you watch like Brokeback Mountain, which is another movie I think is kind of flawed, but like he's still good in it. And like, he- and in terms of um, not just the Dark Knights, so I pretty much gave my number one away. My number one away as well with the Godfather Part Two. I think because nobody predicted it. Yeah, um, I mean the Godfather Part Two is my favorite movie of all time. So um, we go to where we have a, real, a a character that's pretty much getting worse and worse throughout the movie with yep. Michael Corleone. I mean to the point that he kills his brother and you know forgives him. And that scene where he forgives him is still I think the most powerful scene in that movie where he just grabs him and hugs him and you see that face yep. and he's just like. You know, you know he's gonna kill him, and we get to the point where he does, and then and then it just flash forwards. To, oh no, goes back in time to a scene the last time you see them all together. You see James Caan, and you see you know everyone that's dead now. You see them on screen one last time, and if um, 
then fast forward to I think a few years after because if you see the end of Godfather Part Two, uh, Pacino's graying, yeah, and then you just see him sitting in the chair contemplating everything that just happened. I think that final sequence is extremely well done, and it just was supposed to put a closure to that character, but we got Godfather Three. But yeah, those are my top two. Um, Lou, what's your where are you at? You're number two, right? Yeah, number two is Empire Strikes Back, from and me. then number one is The Dark Knight, yeah, of course. All right. So, oh, mine's flipped. Mine's flipped. Mine's Dark Knight Empire. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, with those, yeah. Well, with me and Dave, our top three can be flipped all the time. Yeah. You, your top two, which is similar to ours. Yeah, the only one that, you know, <laughs> whatever. Well, you got to add Scream 2 to the mix sometimes. Yeah. First, he, <laughs> Dude, he, Scream 2 is good. I don't understand, like, why you guys were bagging shit, on First, he shits on the guy with the, movie with the robot. Now he fucking puts Scream 2 no, on the no, other part, two. It's a talking computer. Talking computer, talking computer. yeah, yeah. Let's not, let's not get it twisted now. So, no, I mean, there, I don't think there's a wrong answer with number one, I think. Yeah. To me, like, I think, I actually think the movie's 10 years old now. I think sometimes The Dark Knight is a little underrated with how good it is. To underrated? Say. Yeah, man. I, I see, I see, <laughs> I hear people, uh, we had a guest on a few weeks ago, a uh, shout out to Ryan, and he, like, it doesn't think it's as great as, you know, he was saying Wonder Woman was better than The Dark Knight. <laughs> I mean, oh, hey, I, 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 I how, listen, how many times have you seen in the theater? Dark Knight seven. So I listened to that episode. Oh, yeah. Oh Jesus! Uh, I thought I was gonna be cool, but like, I saw it three times. Never mind. Seven times. <laughs> I skipped the beginning of the episode because I didn't watch Wonder Woman yet. Yeah. But I heard it yesterday because I, I saw Wonder Woman. Now, did you like it? I liked it. I okay. liked it a lot. It was great. But you guys said that it wasn't as good as Batman Begins. How did I think Dark? I think Batman Begins Batman is way Begins? better. I think Batman Begins. Batman is Begins is great. I, actually, Begins out of all out of all three of those movies, I think Batman Begins is the underrated one out of the three Dark Knights. It's Knight. the best written I mean, one. I was and, and Dark Knight Rises is also good, but like, I, well, I, mean, I don't get those either. I put Dark Knight Rises the same for me, but I think Wonder Woman is better than both of them. And then the Dark Knight, the Dark Knight is better than the Wonder mm. Woman. No, Batman Begins is better than Wonder Woman. Nah, no, like, there's so many. Yeah. I like Wonder Woman, but like I, my friend Justin just saw it, and he was like, "Dude, like the last 20 minutes was like rough." And I was like, "I kind of agree with that." The whole like Wonder climax. Woman? Yeah, like the whole climax towards the end was just like. If uh, there is any issue with that movie, I still, to me, it's one of my favorites of the year. But if there is any issue with that movie, it's the final sequence was. Yeah, but yeah. the second act is great. Like the, the whole, I love the whole. Like, I love the first act though. When she's like the first, like, like the whole like fish out of water stuff yeah, with her, that like was like great, that's so that was great. Like, yeah. And I, you know, like I think someone commented on the page that like Gal Gadot wasn't that good. I, I don't know. Like I think it was on your Facebook. Yeah. Or some, that that she wasn't that good. And the more I think about it, though, like, I know she probably can't play certain roles. Like, she might be limited in certain roles. But I think she was perfectly good. Yep, in I thought Woman. she was excellent. Yeah. Like, yeah, I thought she was just fine. And, like, I, again, I think she's limited to what she can play. But I think it's she, more – I think all these reactions, too, is it's because it's an age of social media and mo- these momentary responses that people just overreact with all these movies yeah. i mean like let's not forget like i think uh even my friends that hate batman versus superman thought that she was the best part of she that absolutely movie. Was. Yeah, she was yeah and like, like that she was like oh i wish there was more of her in it even the, even even if, even though i felt that they kind of like threw her in just to throw her in there because they had to i thought she was the best part like all her scenes were like good and i was like i wanted more of her in it but you know, I've been I've been singing her praises since Fast and the Furious. So I'm just gonna point yes, that out. Sir. Yeah, but shout out to her for dropping the f bomb on live TV too. That was <laughs> great. Oh yeah, she did. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> so, and which one? Which one was she pregnant during? 
Uh, was she pregnant uh, during Batman no, Wonder, Wonder Woman, the reshoots. She was five months pregnant. Yeah, during the reshoots of Wonder Woman. Oh, good for her. So that brings us to a close to this week's Real Chronicles. Next week, we start our two-part series of dun, dun, dun. summer films. Next week, we're going to cover the top ten worst summer films of all time. That should be fun. Followed by a 4th of July episode where we cover the top ten best. There you go. No, I think we might see 10. some of these movies again, I think. We got that we're going to go uh, with top 10 Mel Gibson films. I know Scream 3 <laughs> is probably going to or Scream 2 is going to be on. Guys. Don't say Scream 3. That's blasphemy. Are you serious? <laughs> Can we uh, briefly talk about, uh, like, I know it's like, it won't be a big issue, but uh, you like the, how they tried to make a big deal about how much Gal Gadot was paid for Wonder Woman. Well, she got paid exactly the same as Henry Cavill. Yeah, she did. And I was, I was more more surprised out of that article more than her was finding out how much Chris Hemsworth got for Thor. How much did he get? One hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That's ridiculous. That's wow. But, but he wasn't back. But he's back end now though. But he has back end deals yeah, now. They're like, all yeah. back end deals. Now. They're all back end deals. And she got paid three hundred three hundred thousand dollars per like her contract included Batman versus Superman, uh, Wonder Woman, and Justice League. So she got three hundred thousand dollars for each one. Is there a back end to hers make, too? Yeah, there's bonuses for her too. Yeah, she'll but really she's in a good. There, there. She's in a good position to renegotiate her contract because, like, after Justice League is done, and they, of course, she's going to do Wonder Woman too, and she's in a good position to be like, look at how much money this movie made, it's and how important was it? Yeah, how is it overseas? Uh, it's it just passed six hundred million dollars worldwide. Ah, uh, it's. I don't think it's going to get to a billion, but no, it won't. It won't. But it's that's still significant for. Yeah, I think this week they it's uh, the it's highest, the highest live movie yes, from sir. a female director. Yes, sir. Uh, it has to be. Uh, I forgot what animated movie it has to be. Uh, it has to be Kung, Kung Fu Panda two to be the highest two. grossing movie. So I guess like worldwide, it. Ha- but they said there's a chance it could beat that worldwide. I hope so. I, I, I would love. It. I, I would love because I don't want to say that. Oh, Kung Fu Panda two is like the highest grossing movie made by a female director. <laughs> now before we before we cut. Uh, and today's episode, I want to give a special shout out to our newest supporters, Alex, Phil, and Jose. They're some of our biggest fans, and we just want to say thank you for all your support. And look out for your rewards are coming soon. So, for David, it's Lewis, guys, Jen. <laughs> Jen, Jen said, Nah, I'm not going to scream this week. I'm just going to cut G in the middle of him saying, <laughs> I'd act, you stick the mic in front of my mouth. Pause. That sounded dirty. (laughs) On another note, before we end, I just want to say how much we love what we do here at Real Talk and at Real Chronicles. We want to keep on providing you with the very best, and to do that, we've started a Patreon campaign. You can find the link in our show notes, on our social media, and on the site. Check it out, and if you love what you hear every week and want more exclusive content, bonus episodes, some cool swag and rewards, go ahead and become a patron of the show and help us bring you more. Thank you so much for your support. And thanks for listening. You can find our show notes and more at realtalking.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Real Chronicles. Love what you hear? Leave us a review and tell your friends. If you have a topic you want us to cover, shoot us an email at realtalkinc at gmail.com. Until next Monday, keep it real.